With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Breaking news early this morning as we start Outkick. It is snowing in Nashville, which means people have gone insane. And Jason Martin has, even though I'm here, and even though I am in the studio because I respect all of you and I refuse to uh, refuse to abandon the ship, no matter how difficult the situation may be, this is an email that I got just got from Jason Martin, uh, producer at Jmart Outkick. I am here literally doing the show, and here is what Jason Martin says. Here's the problem. I've made it one exit. I left 45 minutes ago. I've had to stop now three times to clear off my windshield. Everything that hits it freezes and sticks immediately. It ices over and becomes... I'm reading directly from his email to me. It ices over and becomes completely opaque, first of all. First of all, let me bring in the crew in uh, in L.A. When Jason Martin <laughs> says in his email to me that it becomes completely opaque, should I fire him just on the spot for using the phrase it becomes completely opaque? Depends. Did he spell it correctly? I believe so. I don't remember the last time I saw the word opaque used. Uh, this is this is a legitimate email. It's snowing in Nashville, which if you don't know, snow in the south is like rain in L.A. times 500. Um, it's like uh, it, it is it is absolute cataclysm. And he, but but I am in the studio. I am doing the show because I care about all of you. But Jason Martin says it ices over and becomes completely opaque in about three minutes of driving because of the wind chill and temp- temperature. And of course, the big stuff is coming in a few hours, around hour three. We continue. I gave up. Barely made it back. Those few miles before, it's now iced over my glass again and I slid into my parking spot 
legitimately. (laughs) This is an email from Jason Martin, and he doesn't say, like, sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it into work, or did you make it into work? I mean, this is like Ferris Bueller. This is like Ferris Bueller out there, like, making excuses. And so, as a result, like, we don't need – I can't even take phone calls to see whether or not we should fire Jason Martin for this email, all right? So, this is legitimate. I'm going to go to L.A. We don't know where Jason Martin is. I don't know if he's listening to the show. I don't know what he's decided to do. But here is his actual email to us on the show. Jason, by the way, before I read this email again, let me go to L.A., have you guys heard anything at all from Jason Martin? Did he reach out to you in any way? By the way, he's in charge of the phones, as everybody knows. So when he's not here, we don't, we can't answer them, right? Like, so he just abandoned the phones today, like a like a captain on the Titanic. He did not go down with the ship. He immediately got into the lifeboat and just took his own uh, to worry about his own safety. Have you guys heard anything from Jason Martin at all prior to me reading this uh, this email? No. Uh, well, Robert got the same email you did. Normally, I would get a text from Jason. I haven't seen any text messages from him. But what his I'm... fingers might be too cold because of the clearly <laughs> opaque window that now, is uh, that it's so difficult. Do you have for opaque him to be... Buster windshield wipers on your car, Clay? I mean, was the ice sticking to your car on the drive in? I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just that I am like just a, a special human. But when I heard that the weather was going to be bad, I left early. I said, you know what? I've got a job to do. I'm going to make it into the studio. I've got three hours to cover. What would happen? Do we even know? Like, I mean, the, this legitimately. What would happen if I had pulled the J-Mart and just not shown up at work? Do you guys have a fail-safe? If one day neither I nor J-Mart just decides to come to work, what happens for this time slot? Oh, we would talk a lot of AFC West football. I mean, but would it be would, yeah. would it be you guys just have to come on and talk for three yeah. hours? Is that our fail-safe? Yeah, it would be the uh, Triple G show. Has that ever happened where you guys have had to come on because the host just doesn't show up for his job? We've had to do, I think, two segments before. Two segments. But yeah. what would happen if you suddenly had three hours? We'd play taped interviews of the outkick, the coverage. Oh, okay. So, I mean, have you guys actually talked about what happens if, like, for instance, I just abandoned my – if I just went Titanic captain except getting into a lifeboat? No way. That would take pre-planning like Jason's email. All right. So here is Jason Martin's email. I would take calls on what we should do to him, but we can't take calls because he's not here, and he didn't notify anybody back in the studio. Can Jason – can we take a call from Jason? Can we get him on the phone? Yeah, we could do that from L.A., All right? right. Let, let's let's think about that potentially for next segment, but I just want everybody out there, maybe I'll have to use Twitter here since we can't take any actual calls. So Jason Martin, no preconceived notions, no warning at all. Here is the email that we just received as I'm sitting in the studio doing the show. So here's the problem. I have made it one exit. I left 45 minutes ago. I've had to stop now three times to clear off my windshield. Everything that hits it freezes and sticks immediately. It ices over and becomes, this is of all the phrases to use, it ices over and becomes completely opaque. One of you guys look up the word opaque. I, I've seen it used, but I, the fact that he used this in an email explaining the fact that it's snowing and he's, he's not going to be able to come to work is unbelievable. Look up the word opaque. All right, what does opaque actually mean according to the dictionary? Impenetrable by light, neither transparent nor translucent. Okay, so he could have just said it become it ices over and I can't see. 
Yeah, he really could <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you were trying to talk to somebody about the weather, you could easily say, instead of Jason Martin just, like, completely going drama queen on us here and saying it ices over and becomes completely opaque in about three minutes of driving because of the wind chill and temperature, he could have just said it ices over and I can't see in about three minutes of driving because of the wind chill and temperature and, of course, the big stuff is coming in a few hours. By the way, we're, we might get one inch of snow here. <laughs> just just, just on the record here, we might get one inch of snow, uh, potentially as much as three inches. We don't really know. There's hardly anything out there right now. Uh, it ices over and becomes completely opaque. And, and, of course, the big stuff is coming in a few hours, around hour three. Uh, I gave up, barely made it back. Those few miles before it's now iced over my glass again, and I slid into my parking spot. Uh, I just, uh, uh, I legitimately. All right, is Jmart active on Twitter right now? Yes, Since we, then, do we have, can't have. We phones. have an update. What, what, what is the up? Do we need the the, the, the news ticker? What is Jmart's <laughs> update on? I'm yeah, up to breaking news on the uh, completely opaque windshield that Jason Martin managed to survive this morning trying to come to work with less than an inch of snow on the ground. This is at Jmart Outkick on Twitter. Posted it at a 5.03 local time there in Nashville. Yeah, as the show is already going, he is <laughs> now on Twitter. Started, says, I tried. I've had to stop several times because my front glass iced over and there was no way to continue. Slid a little, but that isn't the issue. And this is all caps. Not being able to freaking see is. <laughs> What is your? I, I, I don't even know what to say about this. Um, I, what should our poll question be for everybody out How there? How many with- inches of snow? Uh, you know, you know what I mean. Because when you first came on and were telling us about this, in my mind, I'm you're picturing, thinking like it's like a yeah, Siberian blizzard. Yes, whiteout. I'm picturing a blizzard with ten inches of snow. Yeah, no, we have less than an inch of snow. I will go outside and take a picture of the pavement. Um, on the road right now, this completely opaque, uh, you know, like the inability to see. Uh, I mean, they're doing the Bobby Bones show next door too, and his entire staff made it in. By the way, just to kind of, not not to throw J Mart under the bus here at all, uh, but Bobby Bones, highly successful uh, entertainment show. They literally are next door to us, and he has like 15 people who work on the show with him. All of them are here. All of them are here, just hanging out, like drinking hot chocolate, drinking coffee doing their morning show, and J-Mart, and again, is, due to his completely opaque windshield, is uh, legitimately sliding, he says, in the parking lot of his apartment. Um, I don't know. what our, our poll question should be, first of all, we're going to have to figure out a way to get Jason Martin on the phone, um, and I don't know if he's got the ability to take pictures right now where he is, but I feel like the rest of the nation, like there are people right now literally driving in – North and South Dakota listening to us, probably with like 40 feet of snow on either side of the road stacked up alongside of them. Like they literally are in a tunnel of whiteness. They can't see anything. There's probably legitimate blizzards going on with tons of people with their radio on listening to us right now. And Jason Martin has dropped out of the equation. They had a fight in the NBA. We got the Super Bowl coming uh, along with the NFC and the AFC title games. The big question here is, do we have to fire J-Mart over this intransigence? Uh, what is the uh, what is the play? Is his windshield being completely opaque? Um, is, it, is it in any way defensible? What's your early read here, guys? 
Well, I think your Twitter poll should read something like, how bad of a storm does it need to be in order to take a snow day away from work? Especially when you're live on the air. There's a difference between taking a snow day at work. Like if you are, let's say, a state employee and they send out an email and they say like, hey, you know, it's kind of rough weather. If you don't have the ability to come in, just take a day off. You know, like, or if your office is like, hey, we're going to go ahead and close today. You know, it's a day after MLK Day. Kids are out of school. They did cancel school. But our job is legitimately to be on air for three hours every single day. All right? So, uh, you know, Monday through Friday. So we have a little bit kind of a different job. Like, there have been days where I have gotten up and done this show and in between breaks legitimately puked. Like, multiple times. I've done this in my career. I bet you guys have, too, even uh, as producers, too. Like, there have been days where I've come in to do the job, and I've been so sick that I have legitimately thrown up between segments and come back and kept going and not even talked about the fact that I threw up on the segments because that's my job, right? Um, and uh, and J-Mart right now, warm and cuddly, sitting in his apartment, just uh, just like we need pictures, first of all, and or maybe a short live video explaining this and we're going to have to get him on the phone um but uh the poll question maybe should be and i'm going to go outside and take a picture right now of the road just for people out there who are in like the midwest or people who are places where it actually snows i mean you would have thought that j mart was like with matthew perry at the north pole or south pole whichever pole that matthew perry explored like trudging his way through in siberian temperatures sub-zero like trying to make it to the pole in the Arctic. I mean, this is an unbelievable performance. Uh, I'm Clay Travis. Uh, this is Outkick the Coverage. We might have to fire Jason Martin in hour one here for just dropping this email on us about this completely opaque windshield. We'll maybe get him on for a defense of his position. By the way, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, I hope you've survived the snow. You can download it all the time at Outkick if you happen to be in the Nashville area. If you're anywhere in the Midwest where there's probably inches and inches of snow on the ground right now as you drive into work, uh, this is this is real life. This is what happens when the South gets snow. Uh, hour two, we're going to be joined by Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports. We'll talk about the uh, NFL playoff situation. He's actually in Michigan. I hope he's able to join us. Um, uh, when we were in Michigan, it was minus 10 and snowed like, 12 inches over Christmas. So uh, we'll see what Jay, uh, what what Dan Wetzel thinks about Jay Mart not showing up for work. And then in hour three, we'll talk with the man, the myth, the legend, Petros Papadakis from AM570 Sports in LA and see when the last time he skipped a weather, uh, work for weather-related conditions in the uh, LA area. All of that and more. We'll try not to get in a brawl in the locker room like the uh, Clippers and the Houston Rockets, which, by the way, everybody's going to be talking like, oh, my God, there was a brawl. The Rockets went to the locker room. Nobody in the NBA wants to fight. They make too much money. Everybody in the NBA wants to pretend they're angry and then they want to send out emojis on like or emoticons or whatever they're doing, like memes on the internet. When's the last time we actually saw a legitimate fight in the NBA? Guys in LA, when's the last time we actually saw like a legitimate fight where you're like, oh, this like this looks like it could be dangerous? Is it the heat <laughs> is it the heat and the uh and the Knicks in like two thousand one? Is it like the malice in the palace? Is that the most recent actual? Oh, well that, fight? yeah, that. But that was not that was not a fight between two different teams. That was a fight between the uh, uh, the guys on the Pacers and the and, and the and the Pistons. But yeah, that that was what like oh four something like that. Or was it you know Chris Childs punching Kobe in the throat and then yeah. being broken up before anything else could happen? One of those kind of fights. I mean, it's so incredibly rare. Like the NBA leads every sports league in guys who pretend that they're going to fight that don't really want to fight. 
And the funny thing about NBA guys, usually when they fight, is they look so awkward because they're so tall and gangly. Like, the odds of them hitting, and they throw punches like, uh, they don't throw punches most of the time like sideways punches. They throw punches like, remember back in the day when people used to get in fights like a windmill? You know, like people are like throwing punches, like their arms are coming down. And that's the NBA fight. And we haven't even yeah. seen that. And you, you know what I'm talking the, about? The like, most recent was Robin Lopez and Serge Ibaka. When was that? Not memorable. It was the start of this season. Was there, but actual punches, like somebody actually getting Happened, punched. Uh, actually, March of 2017. What, and, and like somebody legitimately punched yeah. somebody yeah. else? Yeah, there was an a- actual punches thrown. Yeah, I don't even remember that. Uh, anyway, this, this is no fight. I mean, I, although we might have a fight on the show, I might have to punch J-Mart. I might have to just, I might, what I might have to do, I've got too much to lose. I might have to go James Harden and hire somebody else. Might have to go James you Harden and some, hire somebody else. You need else some goons. Like, I need some goons. I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta bring in the muscle and, uh, and just have somebody else take the, take the, the war to J-Mart over this. Uh, we'll see, uh, what the, uh, update from Jason Martin. Has he tweeted anything else or is he just sitting there? Oh, he's still tweeting. Okay, we, we're we going to have an update. To the next we're going to have an update on what Jason Martin is trying to defend himself now. Because again, I would take your calls and ask you what we can, what we should do to him. But when he doesn't show up, we can't actually take calls. So, we'll, every reaction has to come through Twitter. Uh, I will put up a Twitter poll here shortly. We will continue to update you on Jason Martin. Uh, I'm going to go outside and take a picture right now. Obviously, it's still dark uh, in Nashville where we do the show in the 5 a.m. hour. The sun is not yet up. But uh, when I pulled in and looked outside, I mean, literally, the, 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 the I mean, like, it's ridiculous. I'll, I'll also give you a little picture of a grass. You can follow me and not not weed. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Clay Travis at Clay Travis on Twitter. I'm going to put up a picture here momentarily of what the current weather conditions are in Nashville that J Mart was unable to overcome. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people pay for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. I just tweeted out live weather conditions from the uh, from <laughs> from the from Nashville, where we are on track to receive a whopping total of one inch of snow today. Uh, yours truly here, buckled up, ready to go, serving the people. Jason Martin sends this email early, right moments before the show starts, and here is the. And then we're going to give you his updates on Twitter, and then we're going to track him down and make him defend himself. So here's the problem. This is Jason Martin before the show starts, just like literally two minutes before the show starts. I left 45 minutes ago. I've had to stop now three times to clear off my windshield. Everything that hits it freezes and sticks immediately. It ices over and becomes completely opaque. And again, I I feel like we should fire him for using the phrase completely opaque in about three minutes of driving because of the wind chill and temperature. And of course, the big stuff is coming in a few hours around hour three again the big stuff meaning an inch of total snow i gave up barely made it back those few miles before it's now iced over my glass again and i slid into my parking spot legitimately all right he's also taken to twitter to try to defend himself and uh danny uh or uh yeah danny i think you've got an update from him uh what is he saying on twitter right now well this is one of the reasons i love jay because this one comes out 
well, I guess the way he did mean it. Every last one of you that isn't here and can't understand that I made a serious attempt can kick rocks. And then uh, Bakersfield Rod, Rod in Bakersfield tweeted him and said, call Uber. And Jason replied, I can't in good conscience add a commute from here. It's like ordering pizza in hazardous weather. (laughs) Even though it's the job, I don't want to potentially cause an accident. The windshield deal is crazy. Never dealt with it before. Hope it's temporary. The wind, wind, by the way, by the way, hold on a minute here. Let's talk before, and we need to get him on the phone. And but like this windshield thing. Yeah, Robert's uh, calling him right now. By the don't way, don't we have basic? Like, doesn't everybody have like defrosters? A, defrosters on their car? Is he driving a Model T from nineteen twenty? What does he mean? The windshield won't. Like, I've never heard of anybody who can't defrost their windshield. Like well, does he does he know what the defrost button is? Well, like he's the also win- used Twitter to take a shot at you now, Clay. Oh, what does he say? Someone said? tweeted him in. It says, uh, "JMR, you cannot let the outsiders make safety decisions for you. You are responsible for it. You made <laughs> is that sh- person. Do you think? Hold on. Do you think that person is sarcastically ridiculing I, Jay I don't Martin, think or do you so. think they're supporting well, him? The way he took it, I think he meant he thought he was serious. He says you made a you made a choice. Stick with it. It's the correct choice. Don't fret over it. So Jason replies back. This person gets it. I did my best. I really have no clue how at Clay Travis got to the studio. Dude can't change a tire. I've seen him call AAA for it in the past. Okay. Makes that's, no first sense of all, how he got there. That's just completely like blame shifting and argument shifting. I have AAA. Why would you change your own tire if you have AAA? That's literally the reason I pay for AAA. That's like saying, like, oh, Clay can't cut his own grass. No, I have a grass guy. Why would a couple of them actually? Why would I go Sounds out? Sounds personal. <laughs> why would I go out and cut my own grass if I pay somebody else to do it? Like that, when I make the decision to get AAA, I'm making the decision if I have car issues, I'm going to car, call AAA. If I wanted to be my own grease monkey, I could also jack up my car in the uh, in the in my uh, in my garage and make every adjustment to my uh, to my car and tune it up myself too. Instead, I take it into the shop. That's what I do because it's more because they're better at it than I am. Breaking news. Let's go. First yeah, of all, let's you bring got in. You got Jason on the all right, line. Make, let's make him wait. Let's bring in Eddie Garcia and get the update on the world of sports. And then Jason Martin is going to try to defend himself. And by the way, you can go to my Twitter feed. Did you guys see the picture of what the snow actually looks like right now? Did you pull it up on my feed? I have the sidewalk outside the studio, and then I have the grass outside the studio. This is what it legitimately looks like in Nashville right now. For anybody who wants to know, like anybody who has ever lived through a snowstorm, you need to see what the actual on-the-ground conditions are legitimately in our last commercial break. Uh, All right, Eddie Garcia, what do you think, by the way? What should we do to J-Mart? Well, I need to hear what his explanation is. I need to hear his voice first before I I pass down judgment on J-Mart. We've got him ready to go. Yes. All right. All right. What we got in the world of sports? Well, we'll start in the NBA. We had a rematch of the Warriors-Cavaliers. Of course, they've met in the last three NBA finals. This time, they met in Cleveland. Cavs started okay, had a seven-point lead at the half. But in the end, they lost by 10 to the Warriors. 118-108. to Kevin Durant, 32 points. Steph Curry, 23 points. Cleveland's now dropped 8 of 10. Golden State's a league best, 36-9. Out here in L.A., the Clippers beat the Rockets 113-102 in Chris Paul's first game back in Los Angeles after being traded to Houston in the offseason. This one had a lot of chippiness or a couple of ejections late. Blake Griffin of the Clippers, Trevor Reza of the Rockets both got thrown out. Coaches were giving words, but... Uh, after the game, apparently several Rockets players tried to or did get into the Clippers' locker room 
and security ended up calling the LAPD over it. Uh, but in the end, uh, no incidents as far as what happened in the locker room. Uh, this report is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Clay, the uh, coaching carousel still spinning in the NFL. Looks like Pat Shermer, offensive coordinator to the Vikings, going to the Giants. Josh McDaniels, offensive coordinator to the Patriots, going to the Colts. And I'm sure as you're well aware, Mike Malarkey and the Titans mutually agreeing to part ways, they called it. And Texans defensive coordinator Mike Vrabel will interview for that Titans head coaching vacancy. Good deal. Uh, yeah, t- right move by the Titans. But I'm more focused right now on the snow that is falling in Nashville and Jason Martin's inability to get in. We now have him on the phone. And I'm going to start with a very basic question. Do you have a defroster on your car? Yeah, and that's what I don't understand. Like, the whole thing's weird because when I walked out of the house, I saw, look, there's a little bit of white on the ground, but it wasn't enough to stop you need, me. Okay. I like, I'm going right. to get to work. All right, before we go any further, here's what you have to do. You have to take a video with your phone uh, of the parking lot outside of your apartment, all right, and put it on Twitter, at Outkick. Also, everybody else who's out there and going to work, I want you to tag the weather conditions where you are to compare it with what Jmart is dealing with here, all right? So you have a defroster on your car. Do you regret describing the windshield as completely opaque and saying instead that you couldn't see out? I mean, I guess I could have done that, and and that's what I did on Twitter. But look, I won a lot of spelling bees growing up. That was what I was known for. And so my vocabulary is strong, quite strong, as a matter of fact. So opaque was directly, it was quick. I was trying to get something out to you as fast as I could. It was six letters. I fired it out. I knew you being smart, being an attorney, at least I thought so, would understand what opaque meant, but apparently it was time to take me to task because I opened a dictionary when I was a kid. So, uh, first of all, if you ever use the word opaque again, uh, and by the way, Danny G and Robert, can you guys hear us? If, if if do you agree with me that if he ever uses the word opaque again, we have to fire him on the spot? Yeah, Jay. Next time, just say I couldn't see out the window. That's what yeah. I said on Twitter. All right, so... Oh, so us on Twitter, we're the little people that don't understand big words. Yeah, yeah. All right, so so the windshield situation here. Everybody is asking, you understand that most people drive in in snow by putting their defroster on. So does your defroster not work? What defense do you have here? Or did you just not realize that defrost was the proper method to go there? Look, I've had my defrost set on 80 degrees, and I'm still in the car, as a matter of fact. But why are you in the car right now? Well, because I didn't have an access. I wasn't sure I would have access to necessarily hear the show. It's not like I was just going to just larf out of work completely. I was still going to try to try to be a part of this in some way. But like the problem with the windshield is if I'm sitting still, everything seems to be fine. Everything looks normal. Then you start to drive. The problem is the snow or the ice or the sleet or whatever it is, as soon as it hits the windshield, it just turns to ice, and it all solidifies around the other droplets. And it's just like half the windshield is covered within about 60 to 90 seconds. That's why everybody I was driving with on the highway had their hazards on, and about half of them, like me, took the very first exit they could find. We all piled into one gas station parking lot and had to sit there and clean off our windshield because it was flat out not possible to drive any farther because you had you couldn't see. You just couldn't see at all. So... How do you suspect that people in other parts of the country drive in the snow? 
I don't know. I mean, I've driven in the snow. That's why I was driving in the snow. I don't understand this windshield thing because it's never happened. I mean, I've never really even had to use the defroster in this newer vehicle that I bought. But it's oh, working oh, great. The guy, guy shows off. The guy shows off. He gets a new car, and he has to drop it in right there. Single guy. Oh, look at Jason Martin. He's got a new car. Uh, Clay, all right. Listen, I was about to thank you. I was about to thank you for the opportunity. The job that you gave me that made it possible for me to buy this car in cash and be in the position that I'm in now. But oh, I bought it with cash, too. It just walked in with a duffel bag. All right, here's the deal. Everybody who does the Bobby Bones show, this wildly successful show, Bobby Bones likes, makes like $400 million a year. Yeah, all I of don't. His staff. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know why they all make so much money? Because they show up for work. Everybody else in that show, and you know he has a staff of like 15 people. They're all here. They're all working hard. They're all living it up. They're just putting on the best possible country music morning show. And you and me, like I've got you on the phone discussing the weather conditions, and and they're like making four hundred million dollars. And you and me, we're I mean, like I, I you understand that's why they make four hundred million dollars because they all showed up. Women, yeah, women, they like all these stuff. girls, all these girls somehow figured out how to get in their car and drive to work, and you couldn't do it. I, what I don't understand, Clay, is how you're there. I thought that you were probably going to have the same problem I was, and then you would understand my plight. You would understand what it is that I'm going through, what I'm trying to deal with here. I don't know how you made it in. 3 a.m. You got there before this started to happen. 3 a.m. I, I, it's a lot colder where I am than where you were. I live on the south side of town. I said, you know what? It's going to be brutal. It's going to be. Uh, in a in like totally a disaster potentially, but I have an obligation to my listeners to make sure that I'm there no matter what. Come hell, high water, or one inch of snow that so far has fallen a quarter of an inch of it, I'm going to make it in. And so there you go. And so like, do you feel bad in any way for yourself and your failure and your letting down outkick and all of our family out there? Well, look, obviously I want to be there. I love those people to death. They're my lifeblood, just like they're your lifeblood. But in the at the end of the day, if I can't see, I can't drive. Unless I just want to die. And, I mean, I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for. A lot of stuff going right for me. I wish that we could take calls from everybody else across the country right now that is literally driving 80 miles an hour through, like, probably just massive snowstorms right now. Um, just stay, stay, hang on here. But first, what I want you to do, I want everybody to go follow at Jmart Outkick, and I want you legitimate. Don't fake this and like you know go get a video of like some Arctic snow blast. I want you to legitimately get out of the car that you're in right now, and I want you to take a picture of the parking lot where you are right now and tweet it out so everyone can judge the weather conditions. If you want to make it a video. Because this ice, you say, is coming down so aggressively. If you want to show us your windshield, just like eight or nine seconds of your current weather conditions for people to judge. Okay. I mean, that's fair. There's one thing I need to say, and that is I don't need all the nasty language coming to me on Twitter that's come to me over the last 12 to 18 hours or so since we had that talk and you decided to go on Twitter like the class act that you are. And say I don't want to put anybody on blast. So, da, 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 so you da. told me that you might not be able to come. Saying to me is really, really beyond. So the now, pale. in addition to not working, you're saying people are being too mean to you on Twitter. It's very. It look. I'm not gonna. It, I've got thick skin. I think everybody knows that based on how open I've been on the radio. 
but you don't have to say nasty stuff. I mean, you can say whatever you want to say. You can call me whatever you want to call me or whatever. But there's just been some language that I don't think we need. I don't think that that's helpful in this discourse. There's enough nastiness right. on Twitter without you coming after me because I'm trying to do my best. And so you didn't reason, show up at work, and now you're upset because people are being too mean to you on Twitter? I mean, yes. I mean, not. I'm not upset about it. I'm just saying, can we be better? Like you always talk about, because you, you, you've done many monologues about how we need to be better. If you look at the way people have responded to me over the last day, Yes, do you we need to be better. Do you understand the irony of arguing that people need to be better while you're sitting in the parking lot with a quarter inch of snow and you were unable to make it to work today? If I wasn't trying to be better, I wouldn't have tried at all. I would have just said, I'm not coming in. And I certainly wouldn't have answered the phone. I just would have gone back to sleep, sent an email <laughs> to Fox, and been done with it. But here I am, still trying to contribute, still trying to answer your questions, on Twitter responding to the listening audience, because I do care. All right, I'm going to go to Twitter right now, and just if you have any questions that I should be asking Jason Martin right now, um, people are tagging pictures all over the place. We got cops sending in pictures. Um, like this is uh, <laughs> you. You are definitely getting lit up. Uh, this is uh, somebody said. Okay, windshield wiper fluid. Do you have it? It's a good question. Windshield wiper fluid's going to freeze. No, there's a de-icer kind. Yeah, yeah, but I don't have the de-icer kind. I have the it better be above thirty-two degrees kind. AJ, and I don't just, necessarily trust that. AJ just uh, tagged his uh, his morning commute. It's minus fourteen degrees and snowing in Minnesota right now. Uh, well, I don't live in Minnesota, AJ. <laughs> I live in Nashville. Somebody else tweeted in talking about I'm in Colorado. I've been driving like this all day. All you need is a little experience to drive in snow. That's the point, jerk. I live in Nashville. I don't have experience driving in this kind of stuff. People are giving you, you turn your turn your defrost to max eighty isn't going to keep. People are sending pictures of themselves like literally driving in snow, like just absolute deluges of snow all over the place uh, right now. You can tag me at Clay Travis. You can definitely let J Mart out, but don't be mean to him. Don't be mean to him on Twitter. Um, and then somebody else points out, yeah, it's 2018. Why are you sitting in the car listening to the show? You don't have a tablet, a phone, like the streaming? You, like you don't have the internet in your apartment? I mean, I guess I could have done that. But the thing was, once once I heard that you were probably going to call me, I was going to probably just use my phone and listen to the app, and that might have gotten in the way. Plus, I'm not sure about the delay from the web app, and I just wanted to kind of I just thought it was easier just to stay in the car for a little while and listen in. Plus, a lot of people. By the way, I think we're setting another attempt. I think we're setting a record for use of the word opaque on Twitter right now. Lots of people using the word. Is that okay for people to use the word opaque in their message with you? Yes, I think it's good that we're using the using language and not slang and not a bunch of curse words. If you want to say opaque and translucent, I think those are words. Look, they're descriptive words that describe exactly what I was going through at the time. All right, we got to go to break. Jason Martin, uh, I want to see that video of exact weather conditions where you are right now, um, and uh, and we're going to have to make a decision about what to do. Um, lots of people out there. By the way, you can download the podcast uh, at uh, – this is going to be a Marconi award-winning show, I think, for sure, uh, at Clay Travis uh, on Twitter. I may have to storm the dressing room here at Jay Mart's apartment before all is said and done, leave the show here, stop by his apartment on the way back. And, uh, and and confront him like the Clippers did to the uh, the Rockets in the wake of that game last night. Uh, this is Outkick the Coverage. One of us is in studio. The other one is uh, at home right now in his car. 
uh, trying to see through his opaque windshield on Fox Sports Radio. I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation. And it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for. Heaven knows I tried. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good girl you always have to be. Conceal, don't I, feel. I, don't let them I'm know. so close. That is, first of all, I just want to hear the... the we got to hear this. I mean, you start this song. Oh, there you go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Frozen on Jason Martin. Clearly opaque. Probably sitting in his car right now crying. Tears would be rolling down his cheeks. If they were, they'd freeze and he would die. Oh, wouldn't you love a bigger tax refund? I don't know how we even do this show. Tax Slayer was recently rated number one for maximum refund, so you have more cash to spend on whatever the heck you want. That's an unbelievable poll, by the way. Just an unbelievable song choice coming back in with that <laughs> incredible audio. This tax season, go out and slay it. Max your refund at taxslayer.com. Uh, my mom, this is real life. My mom is listening this morning. Um, and she believes that I'm being too mean to Jason Martin, and so she is. Uh, this is real life. She's called the show, um, and uh, she says that Jason Martin is making the right decision by not coming to work today. My own family turning against me. Uh, Mom, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I, I he's got to be at work. Uh, no, I I think he made the right decision as a mother. I, I'm proud of Jason. He he needed to stay home. I've, I'm looking out the window now, and the cars going by. They're really really slow. There are cars going by. You can see them moving on the road. <laughs> it's not like we live in the Alps and that there is like a blizzard going on. Yeah, I know. But think about his car. Maybe his I don't know. Maybe his tires are bald or something. You know, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't have a new car or something. Doesn't he just bought it. He just bought what? a new car because we pay him so well because of uh, of the show. Like he he's got a brand new car. He has a defroster that evidently he can't work. He uh, I, I I just I just don't. I drove. I'm your son, and I drove into work today. And he's works for me, and he couldn't come in. And you're calling in to defend him. Oh uh, yeah, I know, but uh, you have to go to work because you have to buy me my beach house. So <laughs> so so if Jason Martin. What about Jason Martin's mom? She doesn't deserve a beach house. Uh, she does, she does, but but anyway. I, How would you I, describe the his... weather conditions right now? You can look outside. I, yeah, I'm looking outside. Well, you know, for Nashville, for Nashville, I'd, I'd have to say this, this looks bad. Can you, know, you like see nobody's... the pavement? Mm, sort of. So you can, you can see the pavement out your window. Yeah, yeah, but nobody's going by, by our road. You know, like it's, uh, you know, every, well, maybe a couple of people. So, so yeah. yeah but, but, you know, go easy on him, okay? Go easy on Jay Mart. Y- y'all, you're just too hard. I think you're too hard on him. 
I, I, I just. Thanks for calling in, Mom. By the way, am I the best son that's ever lived? You are the best son that has ever lived. No matter what anybody says, I will have to say you are the best son. Way, like way better said, than way better than J Mart would be as a son, well, right? Well, probably. Yeah. You, you were a good son. Like we never knew you were around the house because you were always reading. There you so. go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling in, Mom. All right. You go, J Mart. Okay. <laughs> I just, I mean, your own mom turns against you. Like, I can't even, imp- I can't even employ people without my mom trying to tell me that you know they shouldn't come in. Next thing you know, next thing you know, she's going to call the nanny and tell her not to come to work too. I, I don't know. What do I even employ people for? By the way, schools are all canceled, and this is like the fifth day in a row that I'm going to have my kids. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I hope it snows enough in Jason Martin's defense that we have enough snow to actually go outside and sled. Are you guys surprised, Danny G and Robert, that my mom called in to defend J Mart? Well, I was shocked that we had someone calling the hotline. Normally, that's only our she bosses. Text, she texted, yeah, you were afraid that they were, they were just saying we've canceled the show exactly. because of the whole first hour on J Mart not showing up for work because there's a quarter inch of snow on the ground. Yeah, she was so sweet. She's like, hi, I'm Clay's mom. I'm like, oh, well, hi, nice to talk to you. And she's like, yeah, I need to talk to Clay. He's being too mean on the radio. And I said, do, oh, okay. Do you think that. M- People are surprised that my mom sounds so sweet. Do you think they expected me to have a more angry mom? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, by the way, Dan Wetzel is going to join us in hour two. Has Jason Martin, you guys are on, on the Twitter machine uh, right now, I would imagine. Has Jason Martin actually tweeted out the weather conditions from where he is yet? He has. He posted a video, and there's a little bit sn- more snow in his apartment complex than uh, at the studio. All right, so I will have to go check that out, and we will continue to update you on Snowgate. I don't know. What should we call this on uh, on Opaquegate? Um, whatever. Uh, if you want to make sure, if you want to, uh, to to reach out on Twitter, I'm Clay Travis at Clay Travis. By the way, if you want to go download this podcast, you know what's going to happen. This is going to be like the most listened to podcast we've ever had. Watch. This is the way these things work. Uh, you can search out OutKick online. And uh, by the way, a little bit of news also coming for you. I'll hit you with this. Hugh Freeze, what do I know about his interviewing with the University of Alabama about their open head coaching job, assuming that anybody can move anywhere in Alabama, given that it's snowing there too. Uh, I am Clay Travis. This is OutKick, the coverage. I actually come to work uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Well. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We are deluged right now with Twitter mentions. They're not going well for Jason Martin. Jacob says, uh, J-Mart Outkick needs to walk from home to work, Cersei style, while Clay Travis walks behind him yelling shame the entire time. Uh, JP says, uh, there was a blizzard here in New England, and Bill Belichick said, no one can be even late to work. Um, and Jason Martin has tweeted out his video. Can we play the audio of Jason Martin describing the, the – well, first let's go – first of all, hold on. We got Paul Paps from the Dan Patrick Show. I believe they actually did a show during a blizzard. What was the thing called that, that, that hit? Like, what did that, like the, the – I don't even remember the phrase they used. Paul Paps uh, uh, at Paul Paps on Twitter. When you hear about Jason Martin not coming in for a quarter inch of snow, I know you're like a skier and you're always in Vermont – and I believe you guys did the show literally as a blizzard hit, right? Yeah, we've had to deal up here in the Northeast with blizzards, snow. But as to be a fair journalist, I've been keeping an eye on the story. By the way, thoughts and prayers from the Northeast with J-Mart on this stuff. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I just want to be insensitive. 
But I'm really fascinated by this story because it appears that he tried to come in. I need some more facts. We need some more facts. What kind of car he's driving, what kind of tires. But the defrost situation is a big deal, and I'm going to give Jmart a little bit of wiggle room here. If the defrost doesn't work on your car and you can't see out of the car, it doesn't really matter the conditions of the road. That being said, what 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 age of car is this? What, it's a brand what? new car. He, he said that like early in the show because I he, I said that like we pay him well. He said he he actually was bragging. He's single, so like he always tries to drop in things. So he's like, right. I, you know, I got a brand new car and I paid cash for it. Like you know, so wow. he's got he's got a brand new car that he paid cash for. Now I don't know how high quality of a car it is. You know, like I don't think he got a you know eighty thousand uh, dollar Land Rover, or Range Rover, sure. or anything like that. But I mean, it's a new car, so I mean, it's not as if he's driving like a nineteen seventy five you know car that is just broken in all respects. All right, Clay, I'm going to try to break this down CSI style. I live up in the Northeast. I'm in Vermont all the time. I understand cars. I've got snow tires. The whole thing. The defrost is a big deal. If you have the wrong setting on the defrost, you could actually make the situation worse. If you're blowing cold air upon a cold window, that will make it worse. Sometimes if you have the AC setting on your defrost and don't turn off the AC, hot air won't come out. If Jmart wants me, I can call down there. I could send people down, whatever you need. Oh, that's interesting. So let me ask you this. You've been doing like a highly successful national radio show for a long time on the Dan Patrick Show. What is the worst excuse that somebody's ever made among your crew not to be at work? I got to tell you, uh, the guys at my work, they just don't stick out. I haven't sticked out yet uh, since O two since I've been with Stan. You Patrick haven't sticked out or... since O two. You haven't you have I mean other than vacation, you haven't missed a show since O two. No, we've had hurricanes. I think there is and I'm not goofing on J Mart here, but there is a responsibility of the media to go a little bit above and beyond to try to be in because That's our, why I'm our here. jobs are yeah. yeah, our jobs aren't traditional. It appears that he did try to come in, so I'm not trying to take so shots, but what would Dan Patrick do, you know, if he's sitting in my chair? How would he handle such a uh, such a decision? He would have probably said, "Hey, if you think the conditions are going to be bad, get a hotel near the studio or oh. get a hotel yeah, the night intriguing. before, and the yes. company will pay for it." In uh, my past, they always offer Todd Fritz and, and uh, McLovin and Seaton from the Dan Patrick Show. They live further from the studio than I do. I'm only about ten miles away, so it's a little bit easier for me. But the, the company always offers them a hotel the night before to prevent the morning of situation. Ah, that's actually a uh, intriguing idea. Uh, and that that's where Jay Mart's going to come back and say, see, you didn't make this suggestion. That's true. I didn't even think about that. I didn't think but about the I idea. Help with the, if I can help with the frost situation going forward, he has my number, you have my number. I'm always ready to help the team. You know what I would love is I, I wish that we had gotten him a hotel just to make him walk, you know, because <laughs> I think that would be my rule. If you're going to get a hotel, that's fine. You know, I'll pay for the hotel. The company will pay for the hotel. But you have to walk to work um, right. and, uh, and everything else. Paul Paps, what do you guys got coming up on Dan Patrick's show later today? A lot of people will be listening. Uh, you know, I think we have we had Case Keenum yesterday. Reggie yeah, how Miller was he? Today. He was great. I mean, he was a little bit uh, head in the clouds still. He, he, Dan goes, when do you realize we got this game? He goes, Dan, when I woke up this morning. He goes, I was, <laughs> right. in, I was in denial a little bit yesterday because you kind of can't believe what happened until you see that catch again and again and again. Uh, no doubt at all. Well, you guys do good work. Uh, appreciate it, my man. And uh, your Twitter feed is at Paul Paps. Is that right? Absolutely, and we have absolutely no snow here today, so like I feel pretty good about that. I'm going to be in on time, but next time we have snow, I will tweet out conditions. I appreciate that. That's Paul Paps. Listen to him on the Dan Patrick Show on many of these stations. You will be uh, across uh, the the uh, the nation where many of you will be going into work because that's what you do, regardless of what the conditions are. You get in your car, you turn the ignition, and you drive to work. Here is Jason Martin. Do we have his uh, weather report that he put up on Twitter? This is Jason Martin. You can also go find him at Outkick and see 
the actual weather conditions from his parking lot, well, but he's well, trying to. Do we have that? Well, Clay, I, I don't know what happened, but apparently the snow infiltrated the L.A. studios and it froze our computer. <laughs> so I had to run into a back studio to record it into. So we'll have it ready for you uh, in the next segment. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so we have no idea what's going on in the world of sports, by the way. Uh, let me hit this because I, I did tweet this out last night. Um, I've been told uh, by a source that Hugh Freeze interview. Ironically enough, what's the what? What amazing the freeze uh, the freeze himself. Given the, uh, the, the 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 theme of the show, uh, Hugh Freeze um, interviewed with Nick Saban about Saban's open head coaching job, and I was told that that interview went well. So I think there is a possibility for all of you out there who either love or hate Alabama football. I think there is a possibility that Nick Saban could be hiring Hugh Freeze, who is basically the only offensive coach to be able to score points on Nick Saban's defense, really historically, other than Deshaun Watson being a transcendent player. Well, Hugh Freeze did it with Bo Wallace. Um, There is a possibility that Hugh Freeze could be the next offensive coordinator for the University of Alabama. Uh, Nick Saban has to replace both his offensive and defensive coordinators. Uh, the uh, I don't know if people are going to get this. Is this like the uh, uh, this is too uh, is this too young of a uh, reference or is it too old of a re- I'm not sure, but I'm going to make the reference. The Alabama court offensive coordinator position has become like the Hogwarts school defense against the dark arts teacher. Is that does that is that does that land very well in L.A.? Did you guys get that? Are you Harry Potter people? Yes. What yes. percentage of our audience do you think got that reference? Ooh. 25, 35 maybe? Yeah, I don't know. A defense against the dark arts, not a good position to be in if you read the Harry Potter books as I did. So Saban is now going to be on his fourth offensive coordinator in the last 13 months. And uh, that that trend, I mean, obviously he had Lane Kiffin, and then he had Steve Sarkeesian for a very short amount of time. He hired Brian Dable from the New England Patriots. Dable has now been hired by the Buffalo Bills as their offensive coordinator. And Saban's defensive coordinator, Jeremy Pruitt, is now the new head coach at the University of Tennessee. So there is going to be uh, a new offensive coordinator. And according to uh, my sources, Hugh Freeze interviewed with Nick Saban yesterday, and I'm told that that interview went well. And so there is the possibility that Nick Saban, who has won five national titles in nine years, could be adding a really high-level offensive coordinator to his staff. I mean, now that would be an incredible hire for Nick Saban, and to me would effectively, if you combine Hugh Freeze with Tua, the uh, quarterback who played the second half of the national championship game, I, I don't know that there's any stopping Alabama. I think the biggest challenge there would be a couple of fronts. One, it would be managing, balancing out like a pretty high-profile and high-octane offense with a traditional pro-style defense that Nick Saban likes to run, would he be comfortable playing at a higher pace? Maybe the answer is yes because of Alabama's depth. I'm not sure exactly there. And then two, there's been conflict inside the SEC over whether Hugh Freeze is going to be permitted to be hired. So there's certainly a little bit of drama there, but that would be uh, that would be pretty uh, pretty incredible to see that hire happen. And Nick Saban certainly has basically turned the Alabama offensive coordinator position into an island of misfit toys. He can go find guys 
that otherwise other people might not be willing to hire, but he sees them, knows what talent they have, and brings them in and redeems them. It happened with Lane Kiffin. If you remember the reaction when Nick Saban hired Lane Kiffin, everybody was in disbelief over that entire process. And certainly he brought in Steve Sarkeesian as an offensive assistant. And now, potentially, he could be bringing in Hugh Freeze as an offensive coordinator. I would say, man, that's probably something that people want to talk about. We could take calls on that, but we can't take calls on that because Jason Martin did not come to work today because we've got a quarter of an inch of snow in Nashville, and he says it was impossible to drive. We'll play you Jason Martin's report from inside of his parking lot and all of the weather conditions that are going on there. It's like Jim Cantori uh, coming up next. By the way, Dan Wetzel going to join us in the final segment of Hour 2. And as we always do in Hour 3 on Tuesday, my guy Petros Papadakis will join us from AM570 Sports in L.A. All of that still to come. But i got to tell you, does your business have any New Year's resolutions? Here's an important one every business should consider. Make your hiring process more efficient and effective. This year, let ZipRecruiter help. No one can do a better job of transforming how you find the right talent than they can. ZipRecruiter posts your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to apply. They even review every application to identify the top candidates, so you never miss a great match. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Clay. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Clay. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Clay. You know who might need to put his resume up there? Jason Martin. This, I'll kick the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, not Frozen the 2. I don't know if they've made Frozen 2 yet. I've seen Frozen 1 like a billion times. Where's this from? This is from the Frozen soundtrack. Yeah, yeah the Frozen soundtrack as well. Uh, I can't even keep up with Twitter right now. By the way, a bunch of you have sent me links to the interstates around Nashville. You can literally watch people driving on them live. Like, I mean, it's not as if we are just a shutdown city. Uh, everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. By the way, that's probably what everybody's doing right now in the area, running to the grocery stores. Here's an idea. Let's add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket. It just may be the most rewarding to-do you do today. All right, updating you guys on Snowgate, on Opaque Gate, whatever you want to call it. If you are just getting into your car, Jason Martin, we can't take your calls because Jason Martin didn't come into work today. I, of course, am in work. We are almost halfway through the show. A couple of minutes before the show started, uh, just shy of like, what was it? What would you guys say? Like 4.58 uh, Central Time, my time, about 5.58 East Coast Time. We get this email that pops into the it pops into our folders. And here is the email from Jason Martin. So here's the problem. I have made it one exit. I left 45 minutes ago. I've had to stop now three times to clear off my windshield. Everything that hits it freezes and sticks immediately. It ices over and becomes completely opaque. If your fantasy football team name is not completely opaque, I don't know what you're doing with your life, by the way, in about three minutes of driving because of the windchill and temp. And, of course, the big stuff is coming in a few hours. 
around hour three. By the way, at the time that he sent this, we had less than a quarter inch of snow. I gave up, barely made it back those few miles before. It's now iced over my glass again, and I slid into my parking spot legitimately. Uh, So that is Jason Martin this morning explaining why he could not come into work. As I said before, the Bobby Bones show, they make like $400 million a year for iHeartRadio. They have a staff of like 15 people. They're all here. Uh, many of them young women. Uh, Bobby Bones has like an entire coterie of people that he employs. They all made it in. I'm here in the studio by myself today. Uh, Jason Martin has taken to Twitter to try and defend himself. You can find him at Jmart Outkick there. I am at Clay Travis. Lots of reaction to the dilemma here today. And Jason Martin, I demanded that he post a live video of the conditions inside of his apartment uh, parking lot so the people, you you guys yourselves, could judge whether he should have come to work or not. And my mom has also called in to defend him. It's been a real uh, real mess of a show so far. But I need you guys to listen now. Here is J-Mart reporting live from his parking lot describing the conditions uh, in uh, what is evidently the equivalent of the Arctic, uh, according to J-Mart. See, there's the problem. That stuff right there... It's not pure snow. It's some kind of mix. Plus, there's this fog in the air. Like, the whole idea isn't that we're getting a bunch of snow. The whole idea is that all of this, as soon as it hits the windshield, is sticking to it from top to bottom, and there's just absolutely no way to see. It's fine when the car is not moving, but when it's moving and the wind is actually blowing against it, it just immediately makes it untenable. Like, I can show you the cars, and it's fine, because if you use the windshield wiper right there, it would be perfectly cool. But if that car actually tried to drive after it cleaned itself off, it just wouldn't work. I see some people saying defrosted 80 is not enough. Windshield wiper fluid plus the defrost won't actually ice over. That could be true. I didn't want to risk that because if I throw ice or if I throw water on there that immediately freezes from the windshield fluid, then I'm screwed either way. So that's my issue. But this is this is the best that I can give you. I never said that the snow was untenable. I did slide a little bit, as you can see. That could possibly happen in this situation because this is a mixture of snow and ice, and it's packed down. But the general problem is you just can't see out of the windshield. I still don't know how Clay made it. I don't know. I mean, I know he has a nice car, even though he's looking at True Car to try and get himself a new one. At least that's what he says in every damn live read that we've heard for the last two or three weeks. But I, I'm stunned that he made it in. I thought for sure he wouldn't, and then he would totally understand. But, of course, he has to make it in. So now here comes a snow czar after me. Screw you guys. You can kick sand. <laughs> Jason Martin. <laughs> By the that way, was Clay, a live report. I, I think, was Clay, she like, I, I added did you see the, the wind? The, did you add the wind in the I background add, yeah, there? Because I, I was going to be like, man, that does sound kind of windy. Maybe no, he's I, right. I added the blizzard because Jay Mart's one of my homies. Trying to help, uh, he, trying to help a, him out. Also tweeting out. Uh, from local uh, a local police uh, people, some vehicles, including ours, are having to pull over to defrost their windshields. If you have the option, please stay home. If you don't, please exercise an abundance of caution. That's from a local uh, local police department. Um, I uh, and and by the way, there's so many uh, so many reactions pouring in right now. Are you more sympathetic to J Mart right now, guys? Having heard his report and watched that video, and I would encourage you guys to actually watch the video. Instead of just listening, like when you see that, you're going to be like, this is the most shameful performance by a grown man ever. 
Uh, but having watched the video, how would you assess the conditions? I mean, you're in sunny California where it never snows, hardly ever anyway. Uh, we, we talked about that a while ago. It has snowed in Southern California before like six inches, right? Didn't we talk about that back in the 30s or the 40s or whatever yeah, it was? Yeah, well, if you le- believe Tony, 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 it never even rained in Southern California. Yeah, that's right. Well, so, it hasn't rained in like three months out there, yeah, Actually, right? it rained uh, over the weekend. Oh, okay, but it, before that, it had been like 200 days or something some crazy like that, yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, what's your verdict? I mean, you guys are in a warm warm weather. Like, you're not exactly weather, uh, you know, crazy men. When you see that, what's your thoughts? My first thought is is uh, that was a great performance by J-Mart panning the camera up to the uh, <laughs> the light post. Say, it's not the snow. It's that right there. It's, a, it's the fog moving in that's really doing it to me. So uh, it was a great performance by J-Mart. Didn't look as bad as it sounded on the air. So that that's one thing to be concerned about, but um, you got to make it into work, man. <laughs> I mean, you got to make it in. Um, Jason Martin <laughs> just uh, like totally lighting up Twitter right now. He's asking how inept is Clay Travis that he can't take his own phone calls for a few hours. Here's the deal: the reason why I employ Jason, you guys know, you guys have heard Jason Martin complain about like every time he has to take phone calls, Jason Martin act, acts like. You know, like he's got to give four quarts of blood. You know, it's like, oh my God, I've got to answer the phone when it rings and ask where people are from. And it's like he's Eeyore. Like it's the most yeah. difficult job. You guys are with me well, here, the main, right? Like the main phone bank is in the studio or the little even thing across from you. And, yeah, so you can't run over there and talk and do both things at the same time. Yeah, I mean, what do you expect me to do here? Plus, I literally employ someone to do it. That was like you saying, like, oh, look, Clay Travis is not shining his own shoes. Well, if I want to get my shoes shined, I would pay somebody to do it. That's why Jay Mart's here, to answer the phone calls and or stand in the parking lot and complain because he can't figure out how to use his windshield wipers and defrost. Uh, all right, uh, where's Eddie Garcia? Let's bring him in here, and then we're going to go to Dan Wetzel, who's actually up in Detroit. There's no telling what his reaction is going to be to this. Um, he was, I believe, at the Patriots game. I'm not 100% sure. He may have gone to two to the NFL games, but we'll talk about that with him. But first, uh, what's shaking Eddie Garcia? Well, close start of the NBA, where we had a rematch of the two teams that have met in the last three NBA finals. That would, of course, be the Warriors taking on the Cavaliers. This one was in Cleveland. Cavs led by seven at the half. They lose by 10, one 18 to 108. Kevin Durant, 32 points. Steph Curry, 23 points for Golden State. Their league best, 26 and 9. Cleveland's lost 8 of 10. The other big game of the night saw the Clippers beat the Rockets 113 to 102 in Chris Paul's first game back in LA against his old team. This was a chippy game. We even had coaches and players getting involved verbally, and Blake Griffin and Trevor Ariza were involved physically at the end of this game. They were both ejected, and then after the game, several members of the Rockets team apparently got into the Clippers locker room before security had to be called to uh, escort them away from the Clippers locker room. In the NFL, the New York Giants reportedly going to hire Vikings offensive coordinator Pat Shermer as their new head coach, Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels, reportedly going to be the next head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And the clay one note from baseball, the San Francisco Giants acquire outfielder Andrew McCutcheon in a trade with the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's a former NL MVP and a five-time All-Star. Uh, good stuff, as always. Um, there are uh, lots of responses rolling in, people uh, reacting to the snow, including the police officers I just retweeted, um, hashtagging me snowzar. I don't like to brag, but it is an important job that I have here. And uh, and I have managed to make it into work, unlike Jason Martin, who uh, whose job is to be uh, answering our phone calls. Uh, but Jason Martin is active all over Twitter right now. He could not come into work, but he's evidently just tweeting to his heart's content all over the place. 
I think I, I don't know. Maybe we need to have like a uh, a situation like we had in the locker room. Maybe we need to bring in some some muscle to uh, to, to put J Mart into his, his place. Um, let's go ahead. Uh, what's the situation here? What uh, are we good um, to uh, to play um, the uh, <laughs> frozen the frozen soundtrack? By the way. The fro- I, I don't even know how many more great Frozen songs. I almost just want to play Frozen soundtracks mixed in with Jay Mark talking about how he can't come into work today for the rest of the show. You want a mashup? I, the mashup is incredible, yes. <laughs> I think we put together an incredible mashup. We're going to be joined by Dan Wetzel. I think we've gone. Are we good in this segment? Is it too early to go, or can we break right now? Yeah, You have a couple more minutes if you'd like, and then we'll get Wetzel on the line. So the Hugh Freeze angle, when you guys hear that Hugh Freeze might come to take over, and ironically enough to talk about Hugh Freeze today, to me this is a potentially really fascinating story because what I've been told about Hugh Freeze at Alabama is that both Missouri, Tennessee, and LSU were interested in hiring Hugh Freeze, but they just couldn't quite get him across the finish line because there's not necessarily an endorsement of Hugh Freeze coming out of the SEC office. So if Nick Saban can make this hire and get Hugh Freeze in as his offensive coordinator, it's a pretty incredible move by Saban. And I think you know, I know Clemson has a lot of guys coming back, and, uh, and I know Clemson's going to be very good next year too. But I think it turns Alabama into an insanely prohibitive favorite because you know how good the defense is going to be with Nick Saban. And if you brought in Hugh Freeze, who is insanely successful as an offensive coordinator. Now, I, again, if I would encourage you to go back and listen to his interview with us on this show from a couple of weeks ago where he went public for the first time since he was fired by Ole Miss. And a lot of you reacted and said, you know what? I mean, that was an incredibly honest interview. And a lot of you, I think, would support your school hiring Hugh Freeze. So um, to me, I think that would be a uh, I think that would be a brilliant move by Saban. And again, Saban has proven himself to be able to bring in new guys who other people wouldn't take. I mean, Lane Kiffin at the time that Nick Saban hired him was considered toxic by many different college programs. Nick Saban brought him in, and in three straight years, they went to the uh, playoff and they won the national title in year two. Three straight years, Lane Kiffin had a first-year quarterback. And frankly, if Saban had kept Lane for the title game against Clemson, I think Alabama probably wins that game. I mean, it was. I mean, they lost with one second left. I think that that Kiffin would have just been a little bit better than Sark was, and that would have translated into more success offensively. Uh, I really do. And but Lane Kiffin was a tremendous success. He gives Sark the job, and then Sark bails and takes the Atlanta Falcon job which a lot of Atlanta Falcon fans were not necessarily very happy about this year, the offensive productivity. And then he brings in Brian Dable for one year. Brian Dable gets the job as the, as the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, takes the next step as a head coach. And so uh, just intriguing across the board if he were to make this decision. I think it would be fascinating. Well, I'll ask Dan Wetzel what he thinks about that decision by Nick Saban. We'll also break down some of the NFL divisional rounds and we'll ask him what he thinks about Jason Martin not being able to make it into work today, uh, given the fact that he's in Michigan and the weather conditions, I'm sure, in Michigan are not very inviting uh, as we speak this morning. Uh, thanks for everybody hanging out here. I am Clay Travis. This is Al Kick the Coverage. Up next, Stan Wetzel on uh, Fox Sports. I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for.
Snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. Why everybody I was driving with on the highway had their hazards on, and about half of them, like me, took the very first exit they could find. We all piled into one gas station parking lot and had to sit there and clean off our windshield because it was flat out not possible to drive any farther because you had you couldn't see. You just couldn't see at all. I just I I feel like even stepping on this song, I wanted to get it I want to get it to let it go. How much longer till they say let it go? Here we go. Ten seconds. I'm gonna wait. I gotta I gotta wait. There we go. Such a good song. Uh, I am Clay Travis. I'm not going to let it go. We're coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Bobby Bones, I've been talking about his show next door to ours in the studio over here, makes $400 million a year uh, for his show or something for iHeart. Basically funds the entire uh, entire iHeart business at this point. Um, he tweeted out a picture of his car. And he said, had to drive this beast through blizzard-like conditions this morning, but I'm here for you. And then he put up a picture of his Jeep with a little bit of snow on it. Uh, and Jason Martin, literally, like he's next door to us, and his entire staff also managed to make it in. Dan Wetzel with us uh, from Detroit, uh, at Dan Wetzel on Twitter. And we have a quarter inch of snow today, Dan, so far. And my producer on the show said that the weather conditions were too bad. And the best questions people have been asking here is, does Jason Martin understand that windshield wiper fluid is different than water? And I think the answer is no. I don't think he understands the difference because he keeps saying like he couldn't clean his, clean his windshield because he was afraid it was going to freeze on the front windshield. And so, uh, and, and so anyway, uh, when you hear, Dan Wetzel, that a, uh, that a national radio show's producer did not come in because we've got a quarter of an inch of snow on the ground, what are your thoughts? Well, yeah, I've been following along. I mean, it's snowing right now, and I'm driving the car. In Michigan. And You're dri- literally interview. driving while you talk to me. I might as well be an astronaut. I mean, I deserve, like, that kind of <laughs> hero's welcome, how I am managing all of these things. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's every year I, I, I try to... I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's always perplexing when some weather hits the south and it's just panic. Um, I do get – do, do the cities – like, does Nashville have salt trucks? I don't, Did we just lose Wetzel there? Oh, no, yeah. It's there like six times a year. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, we do have salt trucks, I believe, and I don't think there's any major conditions right now in terms of driving on the interstate. The problem in general, I think, is that people try to drive too fast, and then they have oh, yeah. accidents, and then, you know, like, it's like, but the the way to think about it, I've always said, is just like white rain, right? Uh, just pr- prepare, and the other one thing I will say about the weather down here is Nashville and other southern communities, Atlanta, a lot of times, you know, if it goes all the way south, Dallas, Houston, uh, Birmingham, you know, Charlotte, all these towns that are on, like, kind of the same rough plain geographically, yeah. we get a lot of times they don't know if it's going to snow or we're going to get ice, and sometimes we just get ice, right? Like, my right. wife says, you know, she grew up in the Michigan much area. Much. She's like, right. we don't get ice that much because if it snows, like, it's cold, so you're going to get snow. We're always right on that border. It might be rain. It might be freezing rain. It might be ice. It might be snow. 
And so that's the biggest challenge here is that ice is really – you don't want to mess with ice because you get on the, the road and you can't tell it's ice and you just slide all over the place. That's where we end up a lot of times here. But today, that's not the case. It's freezing. It's actually really cold. So it's legitimately snow. I mean, the biggest – look, I don't like driving, especially on the interstate, in the snow because the other people. Because right. if someone's going to go 85 hauling, like, two snow machines and, and then they're going to jackknife and then a truck's going to slam them. And, you know, you have these 80-car pileups, and you didn't do anything. But, you know, um, little side streets and stuff, I don't, I don't know. I, I, You know, I, I like Jason, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But, uh, you know, pull the covers down and go to work. I mean, Amen. It's, it's, pull- not, it's a long show. He can still make it. Yeah, three-hour show away every day. Trust me, I know. Um, all right, yeah. so uh, you are uh, up in Michigan, but I believe you were at at least one of the NFL playoff games. Is this thing over? Like, when you've covered Tom Brady for a long time, you've covered Bill Belichick for a long time, do you find it as inconceivable as I do that Case Keenum or Nick Foles or Blake Bortles is going to beat Nick, not just, uh, not just uh, obviously, Tom Brady, but also Bill Belichick? Like, I just think this thing's over and the Patriots are going to win their sixth title. Um, we were talking about this the other day. This is clearly the easiest path that the Patriots have had in any of their Super Bowl runs. Um, and I think it would include the, loot, the, the two losses also yes. um, in that. But there's just not an easy – you don't you just don't line up and say these – I mean, Jacksonville could win this weekend. It's a good football team. It's – but, like, you, there's a reason you don't go from three wins to the Super Bowl champion. And And – and there's a reason you don't win with Blake Bortles. And there's, you know, like there's too many, and nobody goes up there and wins. You know, like other than the Jets that one time, you have to have like just a ferocious team. And you have to have a really hard-nosed quarterback. I mean, it's just, there's so much. And then you're getting in the NFC, and all right, maybe they got to go play at Minnesota. And, you know, that, that'll be tougher. But it's not even going to be like a road game. I mean, the Patriots won 16 straight road games. They just had a streak end this year. And it's still, even if it's in U.S. Bank Stadium and 60% of the crowd is Viking fans, it's not 100%. So, uh, you know, I mean, Belichick with two weeks to game plan against Case Keenum or Nick Foles, uh, he usually takes something away from Russell Wilson. He takes something away from, you know, Eli Manning. I, I, I'm with you. It's It's... I, I, let me put this another way. At the beginning of this playoffs, I said, and this is before the Steelers lost, I said, if Brady and Gronk are healthy, Patriots win in the Super Bowl. Now, if one of them gets hurt, obviously Brady gets hurt. But if Gronk gets hurt, I don't know if they can win the Super Bowl. Um, but if they're there, I just don't see who beats them. And, and right now, I don't know who beats them. It's possible. It's football. But, man, the Patriots are going to have to play bad, and someone else is going to have to play great uh, to win this thing. All right, good question for you here that I think we'll probably talk about later this week. Would it actually be better for the NFL if you ended up with a Super Bowl between, let's say, Jacksonville and Blake Bortles and either Nick Foles or Case Keenum from the Eagles or obviously the Vikings just because it would send the message that you don't have to have an incredible quarterback to every other team out there that you could end up with a mediocre quarterback and still make the the Super Bowl and win it uh, when right now, other than maybe uh, citing Trent Dilfer back in the day or Brad Johnson playing against uh, Rich Gannon you know, 15 years ago, 
it's basically been impossible for a not really high level quarterback to win the Super Bowl. So even though like obviously Brady and Belichick and the Patriots are a evil empire that people love to hate or love and it's a great storyline, would it be better for the NFL if you ended up with these like non traditional quarterbacks and these non traditional powers playing for a championship? Well, I guess the idea then would be every market would think that they could win the Super Bowl. Right, that's exactly it. That, right. I don't know that the NFL really lacks from enthusiasm of their hardcore fan base. Um, I, the Browns opener will sell out next year. You know, you go to Browns training camp, there'll still be people there watching. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, like, you, I don't know that – now, people may not think, hey, I can win the Super Bowl, but they're cited for the year. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think that'd certainly be a nice touch, uh, be something different. But I don't know if anyone would really believe it as much as it'd be a fluke. Maybe if it took a few years. But to me, the best matchup for the for football um, would be the Patriots playing against Minnesota. Um, yeah. I was just in Minneapolis, and, I mean, the city is so jacked up. Um, and now, look, every team when you get to the Final Four here is jacked up, but they're already they're already jacked to host the Super Bowl, which happens like once every twenty five, thirty years in in uh, in Minnesota. So they're they're going to have the wildest party ever if if the Vikings make the Super Bowl. It's already going to be big, um, but it's going to be just off the charts if they make it. And then you bring in the Patriots, and there's the, here's the big matchup and. You'll have the crowd. The skull chant is one of the greatest things I've seen in sports. A great tradition um, that they they've co-opted from the Icelandic team with this rhythmic chat uh, clapping. I mean, it, it's 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 fantastic. So I think that's maybe your most exciting uh, thing left. Um, I would kind of go. I guess I would go that way. I don't. I just don't know that if all of a sudden, even if they win with Nick Foles, anybody sitting around going, "Oh, we're going to win this thing with," you know, with the. 12 or 13 bad quarterbacks that are in the league. You were watching the Vikings' miraculous win, the, the Minnesota miracle. Where were you when it actually happened? Were you down on the field yet? Were you in an elevator? Like, I mean, that's obviously the last play of the game. What was your vantage point? Uh, yeah, the NFL, you don't get to go on the field. College, you can okay. um, at the end of the game. But uh, NFL, you're just in the press box and just watching. I mean, I was like... Uh, I, I actually, what I what, what I noticed on that last drive was that no one had left, or very few people had left. And um, I think I was, right when they lined up, I was just looking at the crowd that was just standing there in silence, like, I don't know, it was like they were watching an execution. Like, this is being a Viking fan. Like, the <laughs> you just lose these horrible games. You have a 17-0 second-half lead and you lose. You have a... Um, a 23-21 lead and you lose. And, like, they've just seen it. I mean, I was there two years before when they, you know, Blair misses the field, the 27-yard field goal to win it. And these poor fans have sat in six below temperature the whole game just to watch them win a playoff game and they blow it. So it was like, I was like, God, these fans, they're just like, I want to witness, I want to witness, like the hardy beating. It'll make me stronger. And then and then the play goes, and it was like, wow, he might catch that. I mean, they had to run a 35-yard basically down and out and hope you catch it, then hope you get out of bounds, then hope you kick a 52-yard field goal. 
all all those things had to happen. Now, obviously not impossible, but not easy, especially when you know they're trying to throw a 35-yard out. Um, he made it, and then all, when he got loose, it was like a gasp in the crowd, like, oh, my God, there's nobody there. And it was electric, and everyone's just looking around going, did that happen? Because to me, it, you know, that, the, the kick six, uh, Auburn, Alabama, and, and that Michigan State-Michigan game recently yes. where the Michigan State won it on a punt, on the block punt, um, those to me are three of the most amazing finales. It's kind of the Malcolm Butler play. That wasn't really a walk-off play. But because you've never seen that. We've seen the Hail Mary, right? So if they line up and throw it, it's, it's a Hail Mary. It's credible. But we know what the strategy is. No one's seen this before. You're like, this could be that 61-yard touchdown pass to win the walk-off game. Like, that, that's what made it so unbelievable. Would you be stunned now if the Eagles won? I, I don't – yeah, I don't think they're going to have a lot of fun with this Vikings defense, which is legit. I mean, it took Breeze a long time to figure that thing out and, and get going. And, if he, and, and really, I just think a, a veteran quarterback can beat these defenses almost always. Um, I mean, everyone talks about great Jacksonville defenses. You know, at the end, Roethlisberger, they put up 42 points. Uh, you know, they, they did their part. And so if you have one of those guys, a Breeze, a Roethlisberger, a Brady, you could do it. I, I would be surprised if the Eagles win. It is at home. Um, obviously, Case Keenum is, can also have a bad day. Uh, if he plays moderately well, I do like the Vikings' chances, and I do like the Patriots' chances, obviously. Do you think Belichick will be back? Like, if you were say, if you were betting right now, do you buy into any of this drama that's surrounding the Patriots, the ESPN article, everything associated with that? Do you think there's any chance that Belichick and Brady aren't back on the sideline with each other come next September? No, I think they'll be back. I think, um, you know, I think, I think that article, um, like, I think everything in the article happened. Uh, I think it's all. You know, it's all true. Seth's a really good reporter. He's really good at finding stuff out and getting people to talk that don't normally talk. I just think that, you know, you work together and uh, for years you have arguments and you get this, you know, you get a, it's a long season and it, I don't know, you say something. I bet your, your, your producer's not real happy with you right now. I bet. <laughs> and, he, and he might be telling somebody, you know, <laughs> screw Clay, it was snowing. I need to get a new job, right? Yeah. And then in a couple hours, he doesn't think that. And he'll be there tomorrow, right? Yeah. Like, where's where's Belichick going? He wants to rebuild at his age? Why? Like, you know, he has a chance to climb. Uh, I don't think he can set the all-time wins record, but he can come close. He is His win percentage, he competes for championship. Like, why would you try to – it takes a long time to build that whole organization. And it's not – it's not foolproof. You know, like Mike Shanahan came back to try to reduplicate what he did in Denver and Washington, and it was and a it didn't work. after. And yeah. it, it, like, hurt his reputation. No doubt. Dan, I appreciate you coming on with us. I appreciate you being able to drive in the snow. Go follow Dan Wetzel at Dan Wetzel on Twitter. Hour two, just about in the books. We're going to be joined by Petros Papadakis in hour three. And uh, we'll continue to update you on J Mart Gate as he sits in the one quarter inch snow and refuses to come to work. This is Outkick the Coverage. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Controversy in the Outkick universe as Jason Martin was unable to come into work today. Bobby Bones. 
got a $400 million radio show, goes on right next to ours. Tweeted out a picture of his car that he drove in. Um, and uh, he tells me via text, it's nothing out there. And I live off the beaten path. But the big roads are totally good unless you drive like a moron. Evidently, Jason Martin drives like a moron because he told us that he could not come into work this morning. If you're just waking up, the city of Nashville, under siege, maybe a half inch of snow now on the ground, minutes before the show began, like literally maybe a minute before the show begins, we get an email, myself, and then obviously Danny G and Robert, who are out in L.A., and that email reads as follows. So here's the problem. I have made it one exit. This is from Jason Martin. I left 45 minutes ago. I've had to stop now three times to clear off my windshield. Everything that hits it freezes and sticks immediately. It ices over and becomes completely opaque, which is the most ridiculous part of this uh, of this email, and there are many parts of this email. The fact that he used a phrase completely opaque. And let's see. Now I am for some reason unable to scroll through my uh, through my email here um, as we read all of the uh, all of the ridiculousness from Jason Martin. And he basically is saying that he has no ability to get into work, that it's too dangerous, that it's too much of a crisis for him right now. And as a result, um, this is, uh, it ices over everything that hits it freezes and sticks immediately. It ices over and becomes completely opaque in about three minutes of driving because of the wind chill and temperature. And of course the big stuff. And again, we've got maybe a half inch of total snow right now. The big stuff is coming in a few hours around hour three. Well, it is now hour three. I gave up. He said, barely made it back. Those few miles before, it's now iced over my glass again. I slid into my parking spot legitimately. He's since been reporting from his apartment. Did you guys see the picture he just tweeted out from his bedroom window inside of his apartment? I am looking at it now. It is incredible. When you look at that, now that the sun is up, you know we start off the show, I will give a moderate amount of credit to Jason Martin here. We start off the show when it's dark outside. And sometimes when it's dark outside, things can appear more ominous than they actually are. That's why horror movies are set in the dark and everything else. And then the sun comes up and you're like, oh, you know what? It's really not that bad. The view from outside Jason Martin's window, I mean, you can literally still see the grass. I mean, that's how little snow we have right now so far. You can still see the grass from his apartment. Are you even more in a disbelief over this decision. See, now looking at this picture, I feel like he could have put some of those big snowshoes on and five layers and walked to the studios because he's not that far from the studios. This is ridiculous. This is, I I totally agree. This is ridiculous. Jason Martin's going to have to call in, assuming that he's listening to us right now. Uh, He can call in because otherwise he can call the hotline because otherwise we can't talk to anybody because he didn't come to work and we can't actually field calls. But you can react to it on Twitter. I would encourage you to go check out this picture of the weather conditions that were too ominous for him to be able to come in at Clay Travis. You can find me there. You can see him at Jmart Outkick. Um, and uh, we're going to talk, by the way, with Petros Papadakis here in a little bit um, in the next segment. 
But before we hear from J-Mart, you guys have some funny audio. Evidently, they had another fake fight in the NBA last night between the uh, Clippers and the Rockets, and Charles Barkley and crew were making fun of that situation. I think you guys have some audio for us. They're not laughing at you. Uh, no, they're laughing I, at the incident. The, the whole incident. They don't believe oh, you play, guys. Play, Charles guys, laughing. I know why you're laughing. Hey, I played in the NBA for 16 years, and I've been on the on TV for 18 years. It's the first time I ever heard police presence. They got, wait, wait. They got a police presence? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, wait, come on, man. Numerous social media reports that, that LAPD was called. LAPD was called. <laughs> See these two, man. Come on, man. They know why they're laughing. Come on, man. Because they 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 would come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. No, the issue is no, they, they, they would relish. Come on, for a guy to come in the locker room after them. Hey, Chuck. No. Hey, Chuck. No. That is the uh, the story. Evidently, we had a fake fight with the uh, late last night. Uh, for many of you, the Houston Rockets lost. And then, what's the report, guys? That three different Rockets players, including Chris Paul, that was James Harden, who's actually on IR, right? Which is funny in and of itself. That James Harden, Chris Paul, and who else? Trevor was it? Trevor Ariza. Who else was involved in this, yes, uh, this storming Ariza. of the locker room? Now, this story is great, Clay. You'll appreciate it because. Chris Paul, a former Clipper, he knows there's a back way you can go from one locker room to the other. So he had his little posse come in the back way, and then he had Clint Capella go to the front door and knock to distract them so they could sneak in and do the back. But uh, security stopped him before anything could really happen. What are they What are they upset about? They were mad at, like, at Dan Austin Tony, Rivers? No, Dan Tony got bumped by Blake Griffin. Okay, and that's when Chris Paul came to D'Antoni's defense, and those two got into it. And then Austin Rivers was talking smack from his street clothes on the bench, and they so he was one of the ones they were going after there in the locker room. Is there anything more NBA than James Harden being on the camp playlist and then trying to get in a fight in the locker room? I mean, I remember the whole James Harden story about, was it Moses Malone Jr. who got beat up outside the Houston strip oh, club? Oh, that, that's right, with the goons Yeah, that were connected. and I think, that, by the way, there's been like criminal prosecution there and some of the goons got in trouble. But the report was, we had the, the lawyer on who filed the lawsuit, that James Harden had basically ordered the beating and watched it on Facebook, on like Facebook Live, from inside the strip club. Like one of the other guys like held up his phone as they beat up Moses Malone Jr. because Moses Malone Jr. had said like something bad on Facebook, like he was like uh, that's the story anyway. That James Harden was upset about something that was said on Facebook, and so is there anything more NBA than James Harden, who's not evidently healthy enough to play yet, wants to go into the locker room to get into a fight? I mean, and by the way, these guys and, and Chris Paul. I mean, like, is there anybody? Le- is Chris Paul the least threatening player in the NBA? I mean, what is Chris Paul? Six foot, 160 pounds? I mean, he might be the smallest, like, least threatening player in the entire NBA. You could at least take some threatening dudes with you, right? Like, I don't know. Were they going to fight Trevor Ariza? I mean, sorry, are they going to fight Rivers there in the locker? I mean, what a ridiculous story in and of itself. They were also mad at Blake Griffin, evidently. Um, I just, I mean, and also for Chris Paul, I mean, what is he, like 35? I mean, Chris Paul is too old to be getting involved in all these shenanigans. Right? I mean, he's not a young guy. He knows all these guys personally. I think he just looks like an idiot. 
And, he, but I do think the reaction from the NBA crew was amazing. He's also the head of the NBA Players Association. I think he's the Which, president or the. Union, I mean, isn't he like president? Isn't he like thirty-four years old now? I mean, yes. he's way too old to be making a decision like this. Yes. Like it's one thing if you're nineteen or twenty and you're like hot-headed and you're just an idiot. Okay. Like you know, young guys do all sorts of dumb stuff. But Chris Paul is former teammates with these guys. I love that he had that they had the backdoor entrance, and that like they were going to do anything. I mean, this is funny in and of itself. Uh, the NBA, uh, we have a ridiculous thing. Maybe even more ridiculous than the NBA near your locker room fight is that Jason Martin is now with us um, to report on the uh, the snow conditions. Jason Martin, um, you were unable to come into work today. In your defense, I said earlier, it was dark outside, and sometimes in the darkness you are more afraid by what you cannot see than what you can see. The sun is now up. You've tweeted out a picture where from your bedroom window, <laughs> like a like a, a child from your bedroom window and you can see the grass on the ground in the picture. Does any part of you now regret your decision to not come to work? Not at all, especially after seeing the Spring Hill Police Department, which is about <laughs> 15 minutes from me, talking about people having to pull over to the side to have to re-defrost their we, windshield. All right, we had a couple of questions. Of fog. Do you understand that windshield wiper fluid is different than water, i.e. it's not going to freeze because that's what it's designed to do? Uh, yeah, I mean, there are some that I think I wouldn't trust necessarily, but most of the time in the past, there have been a lot of times when I've had water in my windshield reservoir instead of actual windshield fluid. Not that I thought that was going to be the case this time because I'm pretty sure the last time I took it to the mechanic last month, uh, they refilled my fluids to make sure everything was going to be fine in terms of that. But I don't, maybe not. I mean, kind of, but it's not like I went to school to learn the difference between you know, water and windshield wiper fluid. I, I appreciate you being honest there because I'm going to be honest with you. I would have thought it was water too, but until but then people pointed out that that's a ridiculous opinion. So I decided that I was going to hit you with that one. But then I was thinking to myself, you know, I kind of always have assumed that everything coming out of my windshield wiper stuff is water too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more like I'm not surprised to find out that they're different, but I don't think that I 100% knew it. I'm not, like I said, it makes sense that it wouldn't be, but it just seems like if it's liquid and it's under 32, it would still have a pretty good chance, especially when the windshield was actually, I think, somewhere around 7 degrees, that if it hit, that it might just make things that much worse. The, the fluid, by the way, I'm told, will go all the way to minus 20 without freezing. So okay. and then if All you're right. someplace well, where it, yeah that's good to know for the future. So would you change the way you tried to clean your windshield if you had known that you could have used your windshield wiper fluid? I mean I certainly would have tried to use the fluid. I mean what I would do is when I stopped the car the defrost would work pretty fast, but I'd be able to get out. I was trying to make it faster so I could <laughs> get out way, each time with my Hold on a sec. Are you guys playing the blizzard sound in the background there for Jason Martin even though he's in his apartment now? Are you indoors now? Uh, yes, I'm indoors. I got people that are tweeting me. They're like, you can't even get dressed and walk into the living room to take a photo. I'm like, <laughs> dude, what's the difference? My bedroom window is right here, and it was easier for me than to open like the the deal before my sliding glass door to take a photo. Like, what's the difference where my photo is coming from? Also, when I first heard my, I heard the show and I heard the video that you guys played. Obviously, my video. I thought it was legit. That was good work by Danny. <laughs> like, I thought, hey, listen to this in the background. Can't you understand what I'm going through? Uh, did you hear the frozen uh, mix that uh, that uh, Danny uh, put together? Yeah, you guys are you guys are really uh, doing a number. So on here's me the today. question: Twitter too. 
Yeah, you've you definitely gotten lit up on Twitter at Jmart Outkick. Here's the question: Are you not going to leave your house all day today? I have no reason now to leave the house. Um, you know, I've got the food that I need and all that. I will probably walk to the fitness center because I'll still want to get a workout in, and it's here in the complex, so it's only about a 45 second walk for me. So that that'll be something I'll do today, but that'll probably be the only time I go outside. I mean, after you're done with the show, Clay, and you brave it to go home as now the now it's pretty much white everywhere in terms of the roads and it's there is a like a quarter inch layer of ice according to the weather reports actually on the roads underneath the snow that's falling right now assuming you make it home safely which i certainly hope that you do and everyone else that's out it there would be it would be you're not going anywhere it would be incredibly ironic if i died on the way home like after all my criticism of you for like i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna drive like 10 miles an hour just to avoid the irony of dying because if i died after doing a three-hour radio show ridiculing you for not coming to work it would uh, look a little bit ridiculous when you saw bobby bones and his radio show that makes 400 million dollars a year for our company when you saw him tweet out a picture from inside of our parking lot uh be honest did a little bit of you die inside i mean i didn't love it um <laughs> i wasn't the biggest fan but i did know there's one thing to note the car he was in is a Jeep, and you mentioned $400 million. I imagine it has every amenity possible. It's not that my car is not. The but defroster I mean, I is not that, that high Jeep level. Was a lot better <laughs> Def- equipped than I a was. A functional defroster is not that high level of an, uh, of, of an uh, amenity on a car nowadays. I guess that's true, but mine was functional. What is like your, I said, it was what is your car? warm inside Pe- the car. People have been asking what your car is. It's a uh, 2013 RAV4 four-wheel right. drive. I mean, you have a four-wheel drive vehicle? I wasn't worried about the driving, Clay. You can have great tires. Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. It doesn't matter. You've got a four-wheel drive vehicle, and you didn't come to work in a quarter inches of snow? Clay, I think I would have lied of, if I how were much you. Did, what, what does four-wheel drive have to do with visibility? I, I uh, by the way, yeah, you exactly. Let, we, You're we, flummoxed because that's a really no, damn good question. No, because if you have a four-wheel drive vehicle, you – clearly have no issue with your tread on your tires and you should be able as a college graduate to figure out how you get your windshield wipers and your windshield wiper fluid and your defrost to work except you didn't know it either i i didn't know about i would have just used my defroster i wouldn't have even worried about the windshield wiper fluid well Well, i I asked that question on twitter the entire time the entire Uh, time we all right. We're we're gonna play as we go to break here. I want to bring back the. Can you play that? Thank you, Jason Martin. Um, yeah, you, by yeah. the way, will you promise to be at work tomorrow? I mean, it's accumulating right now. They're talking about potentially three inches or more. So, and it's gonna be cold. So it's not. I just gotta make. So you're sure. not I mean, willing not, to commit to making it to work tomorrow. There, I will get there. All right, Jason Martin, who didn't come to work today because there's a quarter inch of snow on the ground. I got to hear the mix one more. Should we play the mix coming out of the next break? Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll play, and if you want to add a couple of wrinkles to it for people out there, uh, and we'll go to our guy uh, Petros Papadakis in L.A., but if you haven't heard the Frozen mix from Danny G uh, in honor of Jason Martin unable to come to work this morning, um, trust me, you're not going to want to miss this. Also, Petros Papadakis will join us live from Los Angeles. We'll find out what he thinks about the uh, the brawl inside of the locker room. Uh, this is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for.
The snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. So when you saw Bobby Bones in his radio show that makes $400 million a year for our company, when you saw him tweet out a picture from inside of our parking lot, be honest, did a little bit of you die inside? I mean, I didn't love it. Couldn't keep it in, heaven knows I tried. Don't let them in, don't let them see. I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for. Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know. Well, now they know. Let it go, let it go. What a fabulous song. Spectacular work there by Danny G. If you're just starting off your day and you're like, what in the world's going on? Jason Martin didn't show up for work today because of a quarter inch of snow that has fallen in Nashville. Uh, Wouldn't you love a bigger tax refund? Jason Martin may need a bigger tax refund. I might have to fire him. Tax Slayer was recently rated number one for maximum refund. So you have more cash to spend on whatever the heck you want. This tax season, go out and slay it. Max your refund at taxslayer.com. As well, some of us, at least, are coming to you live from the Geico studios here, where car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, the list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. I did give Jace Martin some credit for getting a True Car plug-in during his weather uh, promo. Uh, Petros, you've been doing a radio a long time. What's the most ridiculous excuse someone has ever made on your show not to be at work? I had an intern not come in because it was raining. <laughs> That's L.A. for you. Yeah. So, like, what did he, did he text you? Did he call you? Like, what did he say? He texted the producer and said he can't come in because it's raining. And we made <laughs> fun of him like you're making fun of J-Mart for about three or four days. <laughs> I mean, well, you saw the picture. I, I, I mean, I don't know if you saw it yet. Of, uh, I did. Uh, I'm, so, all, I'm all over this, Clay. And it's not enough snow for anybody. I mean, I think it snows like that in L.A. while we sleep. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so he also has a four-wheel drive vehicle. I mean, I, I'm just in, in disbelief over this decision that he made this did morning. Did you make and, him stay home so you could make a bid out of it, or did no, he just really not show up? No, he just really didn't. I mean, he sent an email in like one minute before uh, one minute before the show started. Now, to his credit... What kind of producer did, does that? That's not production. He, uh, amen. He did tell me yesterday, like we when we finished the show, we talk... And he was like, hey, I don't know if you're paying attention to the weather stories, but they're talking about weather hitting like overnight. And he's like, I may not be able to. I just want to let you know I may not be able to make it in. I thought he was kidding. Like I was well, like, it yeah. sounds to me like he made his decision long before the weather hit. I think there's probably some truth to that. You yeah. know, he's like the guy that says I'm going to be sick on Friday and it's Tuesday and he doesn't even know. Yeah. No, I don't think there's any doubt at all. What's more he's legitimate? a liar. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. What's more legitimate? The near fight in the locker room as a legitimate story being covered or Jason Martin not coming into work? Who made the better decision? Jay Mart. Like, this locker room fight is that ridiculous to you? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to get my... I I hate this phrase, but I'm just trying to get my head wrapped around it for right now. And we'll have people on who were there and, and do the whole deal today, but the story's only about five hours old, six right. hours old out here in L.A., and it's just weird. Uh, what's not fake at all, Clay, is the bad blood that exists between Chris Paul and a lot of the people or select people on the Clippers. 
uh, I guess, namely Austin Rivers, who, according to some people, is the reason Chris Paul and Doc Rivers' relationship soured and the reason he left the organization, because having the coach's kid, who is kind of a pop-off, there's no doubt about it, uh, on your team, I guess, was really detrimental in Chris Paul's eyes. Now, this is all reported and written about by other people and all the, the NBA rumor mills. I don't know where Blake Griffin fits into that, but they, they didn't always have a great relationship. Uh, DeAndre Jordan and Chris Paul uh, used to have a bad relationship. Apparently now it's good. It's a, it's a real uh, Melrose place, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, it does seem perfectly L.A., honestly. I mean, and it well, also... Look at the Lakers, for God's sakes. I mean, that's been the story for years and years and years, Clay. And then, I'm sorry to cut you off, but then, you know, we had the Clippers who suddenly started winning about 50 games a year perennially, perennially but uh, they had these internal problems that weren't reported as much as what was ever going on with the Lakers. Chris Paul is also, of all the people in the NBA, maybe the least threatening player in the entire NBA. Like, if I had to pick a guy who would want to kick my ass, like if I had to pick somebody to fight in the NBA, I'm not sure that you could do worse than Chris Paul. I mean, and what I mean by that is he's six foot tall, He's, you know, 170 pounds, whatever he is. He doesn't seem particularly dangerous. And the idea of him storming a locker room of all things to try to fight people because of things that went on in the game. And also, by the way, the fact that James Harden is involved, who's on IR, like he's not healthy, he's not healthy enough to play in the game. And neither is Austin Rivers. You yeah, know, but, Austin Rivers was on the sideline in a suit. And it's even weirder than that, Clay. Uh, Chris Paul's the head of the union. Yes. You know, he's the head of the players' union. He is a pit bull of a guy. Uh, he's one of the more intense players in the NBA. He's a mean guy. He's got a, a sharp tongue against his teammates. And a lot of that did not go over well with the Clippers. So he's an intense guy. Physically, no. He's not intimidating like the eight-foot dudes that run around in the yes. NBA. I mean, and if you had to fight that, a guy, like I would take you in a fight with Chris Paul. And I don't think I would take you very often in a ton of fights in the NBA, right? But I think you would murder Chris Paul. Like, if you guys got into a fist fight, I would put all my money on you. I think you're sadly mistaken about how much anybody in the NBA wants to fight. Not, amen. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's all fake. That's why the Melrose Place is well, so I perfect. know how to box. I don't like you calling me out like that. No, no, no. I'm not calling you out. I'm calling out Chris Paul. Like, well, I don't think people – like, there's not very many people that hear, like, a radio guy and you're like, oh, I would take that radio guy to beat Chris Paul's ass. I would put every dollar that I own. If you and Chris Paul were in a fight, I would be like, I'm on P. I'll put every – like, I will put several hundred thousand dollars down on you. That's how confident I would be to you to beat up Chris Paul. But I was a short yardage tailback. And I, I don't know. even know if I could beat up Chris Paul. He's in great shape. He's younger than you. There's no doubt about that. But he's not even that much younger than you. He's thirty. He's going to be 33 this year. That's the other thing about this. He's the head of the NBA Players Union. He is, like, 33. It's not like he's 19 or 20, right, when people do all sorts of stupid stuff. Like, this is such a ridiculous story. It's I think of all the people involved in this story, it's a it's the worst look for Chris Paul out of anybody. Well, the, the two things that you're missing that I can fill in the blanks, one of them you're going to love, the other one is obvious. The obvious one is nobody really was going to fight. Right. They, they, all these guys have personal security. There's police there. There's security up the, up the ass. You have the uh, red coats at Staples Center all over the freaking place. I mean, 
there, no one is going to fight, A. B, none of these guys want to fight, and we see that in every NBA game ever in the punches these guys throw, whether they're eight feet or not. And then the best part is that they sent Capella, their that center, is an amazing part of the story. Apparently, <laughs> uh, to knock on the front door and cause a diversion, Game of Thrones style, so the dudes could rush the back door and start beating up everybody. I guess that's what they were going to do, like run in like like bandits and beat guys up and then run out <laughs> as if no one would recognize James Harden and his giant beard. <laughs> Or Trevor Ariza, who's been an L.A. staple out of Westchester High since he won championships with the Lakers. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. Now, the one guy there that would fight that I know about, I mean, I don't know all these guys, but Ariza would fight. He's a real dude. But the rest of those guys, and Ariza was there. You know, apparently he led the charge. But, uh, <laughs> so what do you think they actually expected to happen here? Like if they like, I would love to have audio of this. So you, you just talked about it. Like they sent one guy as a diversion to knock on the front door of the locker room, and like it's like a pincer movement here, right? You're hitting them on. Two, you're fighting a two fronted war here. You're 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 creating a distraction in the front, while at the same time uh, the party is going to come in the back the back and uh, and create a uh, a brawl like. What do you like? What are they actually thinking they're going to do? You know, you know I, like it sounds like prom for me. It's like, oh, you're going to sleep with this girl here, and then the reality is, you all end up just drinking by yourself. You know, like uh, it's like the most overly plotted, less realistic outcome ever. I was supposed to sleep with a girl on my prom, and then I ended up drinking by myself too much. There you so go. To speak. I but mean, there's a lot I, of guys listening right now who are like, hey, that sounds like my prom night. I'm glad you took it to high school because I think it goes even further back than that. Uh, that's what it reminds me of that you're talking about. It reminds me of middle school yeah. where you have a bunch of plans with your stupid friends and you go and toilet paper somebody's house yeah. and knock on the door and you're face-to-face with the dad and you feel stupid. I mean, it's just it's hard to imagine James Harden, who's you know probably close to a billionaire or something. Yes. Chris Paul, uh, you know, all these the head of, like you athletes. said, the head of the NFL players, I mean, the, the NBA Players Association, like literally the guy in the entire league that they look to for judgment. Yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine what they thought that they were ac- going to accomplish. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes out, you know, if they remain tight-lipped. But apparently the Clippers handled it pretty well. They just stayed in their seats and were kind of like, okay, uh, there they are. And uh, there was some yelling back and forth, and they pushed the lock, the rockets out. It reminds me a story of a story uh, that my dad tells that uh, when they used to play up at Washington, when he played at USC, uh, the locker rooms were separated by a wall, and Washington used to bang on the wall. That's what like was their thing. They'd bang on the wall, you know, for hours while you sat there before the game to intimidate you because it was a loud stadium and, and they packed it in and the Husky dogs are supposed to be tough and this and that. And one game, uh, they were there banging on the wall and they, the guys accidentally from Washington knocked the wall over. <laughs> so now suddenly There's they're just standing so, there yeah. and SC standing there and it's like, well, what are we going to, we're not going to fight, you know, what? Uh, there they are, you know, they just kind of stood awesome. there awkwardly before the game started. <laughs> and, uh, I, I guess that's kind of what happened here. But nobody really wants to fight because you know if you throw punches, you're going to get fined or worse. 
Not only that, yeah, if this had actually escalated, let's say it's a legitimate fight, the NBA would have to throw the absolute book at these guys, right? Because the last thing the NBA wants is guys going to locker rooms after games and getting in legitimate fights, right? I mean, because it makes the league look awful. So they would have had to suspend these guys for, you know, like four or five, six games. I mean, it would have been a substantial suspension, I think. I guess, especially because all the media is there covering it, so it becomes much more than an urban legend. I mean, the last place you want to have a fight is in a locker room where the media is running around. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, those old stories in the NFL, like Kyle Turley going out to the bus to fight yes. Neil Smith after a game. You know, and Neil Smith's like, "What? Excuse me? What? <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean." That, that kind of stuff. Uh, we had the story about Carmelo Anthony, wasn't it? Carmelo, who supposedly like went after a bus, a team bus, one night. Like he was mad about what people were saying about him. Like somebody said something about his wife, Lala. Uh, oh, Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Garnett said yeah. that she smelled like a certain kind of cereal or something. <laughs> she smelled like Cheerios. Yeah, Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay. Yeah, so, that's an uh, amazing Carmelo line. Took by the way, to that. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but that's an amazing line. It's hard to keep your blood up, you know, after a comp- competition. So if, you, if you're if you still mad and you still want to fight it out, especially with a dude in a suit, uh, Austin Rivers, who didn't play, uh, you had to, I guess Austin Rivers was talking a lot of smack during the game, and, and that's kind of what led to this. And it was a chippy game, but it'll be a fun day in sports talk radio because of it. So the other thing about this is these guys have to see each other. And we're talking to Petros Papadakis, uh, great show at Petros and Money on Twitter, AM570 Sports in L.A. These guys have to see each other out outside of the season, right? They go to the same bars. They go to the same clubs. They probably vacation a lot of the same places. I always think about that. They have a lot of the same agents. So it's like they, their social lives really kind of intersect, I would think, substantially when they're outside of the, the basketball arena. And we never hear about any other than maybe, and this was another L.A. story, other than maybe Matt Barnes showing up and, and beating up uh, Derek Fisher over having the same girlfriend or whatever it was. No, like, Derek Fisher stole Matt Barnes' wife. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little bit of a mess. Well, you know, his ex-wife was hooking up with him, and, and Fisher was in their house, and the kids, who were you know definitely old enough, called yeah. and told Barnes that this guy's here with Mom. Barnes showed up jumped over the wall, and beat Fisher's ass. So that's like, I was trying to think of an NBA story that's actually spiraled into legitimate violence, right? And that's really almost the only one I can think of off the court. And those guys never really played against each other in a substantial well, way. That teammates. was over. Yeah, but that was over uh, a woman, right? I mean, it's not like it was over like some sort of relationship on the court. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't happen very much, uh, this kind of thing. Uh, because, again, you know, these are guys that make a lot of money. When you make a lot of money, you have something to protect, and usually you're just not as, in as many fist fights as a rule of thumb. Generally speaking, the more that's why I always say, like, if you're going to go on the road, for instance, if you want to go watch a Raiders game, the best way to be safe is spend more money on your ticket because the more expensive the ticket is, in general, the more the people have to lose around you. You don't want to be in the upper deck. Yeah, that's the best when people are like, I go to the Raider game every week and I've never had a problem. It's like, where do you sit? You know? yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, that's always been my argument. People's like, I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous about going to this game. You know, the fans are, I spend as much money as you can, get the best seat. 
the people around you in the expensive seats have a lot more to lose than the people who are in the upper deck. It's an easy lesson. No matter what sporting event you're going to, no matter what city, the better the seats, the more the people have around you to lose, the more safe you're going to be. Uh, what you got else going on? Is this going to be your whole show today? You think you guys will spend the whole time on this uh, ridiculousness? Well, I have the Bachelor report. Oh, yeah, of course. I, you know what? I haven't been – I'm, I'm going to have to be, confess here. Don't I do haven't, it. We, i got to catch up on Just it. Just run because away. It's what's happened Just is run they away. Keep, don't go back. You can they never keep, go back. They keep playing the Bachelor during like legitimate sporting events, right? Because they're like counter programming against sports, I think, on ABC. And so, like, they had the the college football playoff and all those games. Well, they, they don't had, really counter program against themselves, you know. Uh, well, I think they think girls are going to watch the Bachelor and guys will be but watching they take sports. Football off. They take the whole season off. It just started. Oh, it just started. Yeah, we're like episode two. You could oh. still get back in, oh, but I'm oh, encouraging you to get away. Oh, I'm going to be back in. Next week when we talk to you, I'm going to be so plugged in, you're going to be like, damn, Clay did his homework on this. Oh, somebody texted me, uh, Latrell Sprewell choked out a few dudes, including his coach. That was violent. Yeah, that was a long time ago in practice. But, I mean, that, like, we, you know, I mean, obviously Michael Jordan punched Steve Kerr. We know that teams, like, internally, teams will fight with each other yeah. during practice sometimes. But I just can't ever remember it really spiraling out. I mean, if... You know, Chris Paul and and Austin Rivers got into a fight at a L.A. club. Like that would be a pretty big story, and we just never seem to have it happen. It hasn't happened yet, but uh, we're headed in that direction. It seems. Fingers crossed. Listen to Petros Papadakis uh, at Petros and Money AM five seventy Sports. He'll be all over this story later tonight. Look forward to it. Thank you, Clay. Uh, I am Clay Travis. I came into the weather. I braved the weather. Snow didn't stop me. It stopped Jason Martin. Uh, final segment of the show up next. Outkick the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Progressive Insurance, creators of the Name Your Price tool. Choose from a range of coverage options and pick the price that works for you. Visit Progressive.com today. I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for. I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for. You never take advice. Someday Breaking out all the stuff. You know what? I, I think we need to close the show today. That's fantastic as well. You're wondering what in the world is going on with Jason Martin called in sick from school today. Quarter inch of snow is too much for him. So uh, the Let It Go mix, we have to play the Let It Go mix as we go out today. I don't even care. We'll play it for like, how long is that Let It Go mix to get to the point where they start saying Let It Go? Because I would like to end the show perfectly so that the Let It Go is just starting to crescendo and roll right as we go into commercial break. I want to say the whole thing's about 35, 40 seconds. All right, we got to hit that as we go out today. And Danny G has absolutely killed it. I like to thank Danny G. And uh, and and uh, my guy Robert for actually coming to work today. Unlike uh, Jason Martin, car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, the list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want, so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or used car. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Um, a lot of reaction. I can't even keep up with Twitter today. Hundreds of you uh, weighing in. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis. Uh, J Mart is at J Mart Outkick. And Mark Bazo uh, sends this tweet. If you really want to give at Jmart Outkick a guilt trip, here's some ammo. I live in Sault Ste. Marie, Canada on the Michigan-UP-Canada border. 
I've never missed a day of work due to weather. Oh, yeah, and I'm in a wheelchair. Off the top rope there from Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, also, I mean, it's amazing. We need to do this when it's not football season. We'll do this. Uh, have a fun day uh, when Jason Martin actually comes in and we can answer calls. I love to see where you guys are listening to the show from. I mean, I just think it's cool to see what parts of the country and or what part of the world. We have people coming off the top rope today that I have seen on Jason Martin from Japan, Australia, Hong Kong, and New Zealand. So at least those different global communities, people coming off the top rope on Jason Martin for his inability to come to work today from those four different global communities. Not a surprise that there would be a lot of different communities out there in general uh, where people have got a lot tougher weather conditions than we do here. And if you're just starting off your day on the West Coast, as many of you are, San Francisco, L.A., uh, wherever you are listening to us right now, there is about a half inch of snow that has fallen in Nashville. And Jason Martin decided that he could not come into work this morning, sent us an email right as the day began saying that the weather conditions were too treacherous to make it in. And you really just need to go back and listen to the entire podcast of today's show. I guarantee that we'll entertain you. And also we've had my guy Dan Wetzel hop in in hour two and then Petros uh, Papadakis as we do every single Tuesday. And it's like there's always a crazy L.A. sports story, and the newest crazy L.A. sports story this week is that the Houston Rockets tried to storm the locker room uh, with a diversionary tactic by having somebody knock on the front door while they came in the back door. Uh, and Chris Paul, Trevor Ariza, and uh, and who was the other guy with them? Uh, James Harden. So uh, what a ridiculous story that happened late last night that will probably be discussed on a, in a substantial fashion, I would imagine today as well we've also broken down the nfl divisional round playoff game results and started to talk about the afc and the nfc and we'll do more of that tomorrow with jeff schwartz and hopefully jason martin will actually be able to get in uh tomorrow although we don't know that for certain um guys out in la final verdict on jason martin what kind of punishment if any should we levy upon him or has ridiculing him for three hours been enough punishment i would personally like to see next time it snows in nashville that uh, you make him walk into work. <laughs> I do like the idea of getting him a hotel room and making him walk in, no matter, like, especially if it's like a mile away. Just walk, trudge through the snow because there are a lot of hotel. I mean, we're, we have a studio uh, for people who, uh, who are familiar with Nashville. Like, we're basically on Music Row. So uh, if you've been to Nashville at all, you know where the music uh, studios are and everything else. We're, our studio is on Music Row uh, right in Nashville. So there's lots of hotels that are within walking distance of the studio. So I, liked, I do like the idea of making him trudge into work through the snow. I think that's a fantastic idea. You know what? Let's go ahead and play uh, the Frozen mix that you guys did. Um, and we're going to you know, continue to break it down um, here as we go out. So I just want to make sure that Danny G has got that queued up, so we're going to play it for you. If you haven't heard it, I guarantee it's going to make your day. I would encourage you guys, again, go download the podcast. Millions of you are doing so. I guarantee that you'll be entertained by today's show, even if, frankly, I'm thoroughly disgusted in the work ethic of the people that I employ. And by people that I employ, I mean Jason Martin at Jmart Outkick and his inexcusable behavior in general over his refusal to come into work today. Um, lots to get to tomorrow. I can't wait. Again, we'll be breaking down the NFC and the AFC, and we will also be gearing up with you guys uh, for a uh, weekend of fun. Big story here that we talked about earlier, potentially, we'll discuss again tomorrow, Nick Saban theoretically going to consider 
hiring Hugh Freeze as next offensive coordinator. Story that I broke with you guys live on the radio is that Hugh Freeze interviewed and thought the interview went well with Nick Saban. Here is Frozen, brought to you by Danny G. I don't want to die. I've got a lot to live for. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. So when you saw Bobby Bones in his radio show that makes $400 million a year for our company, when you saw him tweet out a picture from inside of our parking lot, be honest, did a little bit of you die inside? I mean, I didn't love it. Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I tried. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.